Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's showtime. And here we go. One, two, three, four. Are you the gatekeeper? Come and listen to the idiot! Hey, everybody! The idiots are For I am Costanza, Lord of the Idiots. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly brings to you its WWF Tag Team Champion of the World! The Road Dog, Jesse James! The Badass, Billy Gunn! The New Age of War! And of course, if you're not down with that... We got two words for you! Welcome, Blackhawks and Hassel Tribe. Today is Tuesday, November 3rd. Thanks for downloading and listening to this Puck and Hassel Shoutcast number 42, the... Oh, shit. <laughs> Buffer, <I guess. laughs> God damn it. There, there's a play button. Hang on one second. Oh, boy. Idiot. Wakey, wakey, it's episode 42, the David Backus episode. The David Backus episode. <laughs> David Backus? Really? Did you guys get the audio? Yeah, we heard the audio. I okay. knew it was coming as soon as I heard Seabrook hits, hits Backus, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a special uh, intro yeah, myself. It didn't work out as well as I... Yeah, my, I think my intro worked out a little better, so here you go. Oh, boy. Are you ready for some meatball? Meatball! Meatball! I got the meatball blue. That's a spicy meatball. I tried to defend him Friday that he's a bit of a meatball. You've been meatballed. Your meatballs are useless against me. I missed a bunch of group. I don't like meatballs. And that's how I feel about my meatballs. And that's the intro for the Meatball Palooza. 
Uh, welcome to our lonely and desolate little corner of the world wide wine where we have been affectionately anointed the meatballs of the hockey podcasting world. Thanks to our iTunes reviewers. We are also the self-proclaimed favorite podcast of Jake Prow and our Canadian chapter member, Atomic Froster. Hello, MMC Canadian stereotype. I'm about to get started, so let me get off the ice. But I don't want any trouble, and I am always polite. Now let's hop on my snowmobile, and I will tell you what I like. But first, I'll turn off curling and turn down April Levine. Oh boy, I fell off my igloo, and I hurt my knee. Let's go to the hospital. Don't worry, here in Canada, it's free, eh? Uh, I am Gatekeeper. Here with the usual stooges, Evergreen Park's very own Barney Gumble, AT&T U-verse, and McDonald's McRib spokesman, Pat Stankus. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, when, when do we debate the Matt Kenseth suspension for taking out Joey Logano Park? Uh, that's next week. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Good. On our off week. Great, greater Indianapolis Mental Health Center escapee, Twitter's troll, and our very own Billy Bass, Derek Harms. Hello, is this where we debate whether or not Twitter should have changed the stars to hearts? Yes. That was creepy. Oh, okay. By the way, you forgot to mention our new Brazil chapter as well. Yeah, we do have someone from Brazil. We have someone from, I think, uh, Australia, too. I have like, f- I have like five England. people from Brazil following me now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Fucking hostile around the globe. Yes, we are worldwide. We're going to... We should do like a like a remember that old Today Show segment where it was like where in the world is Matt Lauer? We should do like where in the world is Uncle Rosaball? <laughs> where in the world is Uncle Rosaball? He's drinking a beer right now. I'm right here, right there. So um, joining us for this uh, for a very special Meatball Palooza shoutcast from the smoldering tire fire and taint of America, aka St. Louis, we have Bill Beck. Hello. Hola, boys. And this is for you, my friend. Three, two, one. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. Hey, Billy Billy Dingleberry. I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know enough. Hey, Billy B fart. <laughs> well, I walk the walk and I run my mouth. Hey, Billy Beer Belly. Jesus Christ. I'm a D R U N K S O B tonight. Dear Billy Goat Fuckface. Oh, Jesus. I come too fast. I come too fast. Dear Billy Gingerballs. The grizzled vet in the final year of a three year contract. Sometimes it's even game over before I take off my pants. This is when you need to step up, Billy Bendito. I'd like to shoot you in the ass with the BB gun. Hey, Billy Fat Tits. When you were a kid, you laid in that crib. You did not dream of having man tits. Yo, this is me, and he's a big fucking wrestling fan. Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and all the shit from the past. Hey there, Billy Fat Face. There you go. Woo! I'd love to rub your toothbrush on a sick monkey's butt. Dear Billy Blue Balls. Uh-oh. All right, I'm done. Go fuck yourselves. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Woo, that's beautiful. There you go. Well, that, that, I was thinking of you the whole time. Hope your pants are on. Uh, that, yeah, uh, that, yeah. Sometimes it's always. Sometimes it's over when uh, before I get off my pants. That's as the song says. Wait, uh, we're supposed to do this shoutcast in pants? Well, Pat doesn't, but he's got <laughs> Uncle Roosevelt on his lap. <laughs> the garage stays in the garage. <laughs> You, dude, to pull the car out? Cucumber. Yeah. Pulled something out. And 
the aforementioned, back from certain doom in the local glue factory, <laughs> here to celebrate his namesake's recent eligibility to shift from LTIR to AARP. <laughs> we have <laughs> Uncle Roosevelt. This one coming a long way. Roosevelt's in the train tracks, and uh, that's a big, heavy hip that deposits him into the Anaheim bench. Roosevelt here. Boom. With the glove still on. And Roosevelt, this would be a huge loss for the Blackhawks. Looked like he caught his skate on a rut, and he's not right at all. See Roosevelt, bang. Boy, he gets that stick right up there, and it catches the right jaw, right cheek there of Williams. That's that's just not a very smart way to play in front of your own net. Roosevelt alone in the Hawks penalty box for right now. There you go, Uncle Roosevelt. That was your previous uh, intro, but I just, I just uh, refreshed it for you. Very nice. <laughs> just so you know, the microphone doesn't bite. Pat does, though. <laughs> you would know. He knows that already. He smells like a McRib. Dude, it's it's a very somber note time right now with the McRib being gone for another year. You poor thing. Go to the dumpster. I'm sure there's plenty back there. <laughs> <laughs> dumpster codename for Rockford? Because we'll be there this weekend. Yeah. No? All right, come on. All right, so here we are. Um, well, of course, ten minutes in, and we just got through the intros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put your bitching. Um, again, if you listen to the first shoutcast without the soundboard guy, yeah. I'd rather have soundboard guy. Yeah, it, yeah, it, but you don't need to overdo it. Come on, like your mouth. Yeah. Let's catch the sound clip. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, of course, after uh, the last shoutcast, we always, we always have something happen like the day after, and that's when Keith had his uh, surgery. So, yeah, the random mysterious surgery out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, honestly. like I I wonder if it was something that was nagging him all year, and then they finally just decided, all right, we should do something. Well, that's what I read is that it was a nagging injury, and they just just decided to get it taken care of. Well, I guess better now than in April, I guess. Yeah. It was just weird because oh, he played 26 minutes the night before. Shit. Yeah. It wasn't that nagging, apparently. Yeah, I guess, but... So, anyway. Um, we, we, can't go, we can't go any further without mentioning uh, Mr. Harms getting shat on by uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets Twitter account when Woo! he tried to be a smartass and send him his uh, 0-8 pumpkin carving. Yeah, they were asking for Columbus Blue Jackets pumpkin carvings, and I I was about to leave for lunch, and I saw that Twitter post, and I was like, oh, I can't leave for lunch without sending something. So I just, like, threw 0 and 8 on a, on a pumpkin with a little bit of an inner shadow, and they were like, oh, Photoshop Masters. And then they like, served you your like lunch. 30... Yeah, then they served you like... your lunch. <laughs> I did this in, like, 30 seconds. It wasn't meant to be, like... 
some glorious looking thing. It's a fucking pumpkin carving. <laughs> whatever. That's for a point. But hey, whatever. It was cool. It was kind of funny. Yeah. It's extremely funny for us. Yeah. It was the highlight of my day that day, so you could tell how bad of a day I was having. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we'll talk again about the Roadwatch thing because I keep bringing it up, but no one seems to be biting on it. We'll talk about that at the end. Uh, quick general th- uh, NHL stuff. I'm going to try and fly through the general NHL stuff so we can just get to the important stuff. But uh, there was a list of injuries. Uh, Paul Stasny's out with a broken foot. Jaden Schwartz, also in St. Louis, out with a fractured ankle, out 12 weeks. Yeah, um, and they brought in Scott Gomez and. Danian Zubris and who was the other one they brought in? Well, they already had Scott Gomez, Scott Gomez, Danny Zubris, and uh, Martin Havlett. Martin Havlett, yeah, and PTOs. God. Yeah. Hey, Uncle Roosevelt, really how are those broken ankles? <laughs> Just one, right one. <laughs> we could we could send you as a as a forward to the blue, uh, the Blues. Actually, speaking of broken uh, legs, Chris Kelly tonight. Uh, oh, broke. I saw that. Yeah, I think felt... his his knees fucked. It's a, they said it's a broken femur out oh, six to eight Jesus. months. Yeah. I didn't see that part. Yep. That was ugly. They just announced it. He kind of fell back on his leg and broke, broken femur out six to eight months. Yeah. His nose didn't work. Wrong brewing. Soon? Yeah. Well, Chris Kelly looks like the Indiana Beach Crow. <sighs> <laughs> you know, that mic isn't making your jokes any better. <laughs> I thought it was funny. That's all that matters. Woo! Woo! Uh, uh, let's see. Getzloff had the uh, the emergency appendectomy. I think that's what it was. Right after they played the Blackhawks. Yeah. Do you think that'll that'll stop him from just gliding everywhere? No. They'll just glide. They'll just push him along the ice in his wheelchair. Did Boudreaux <laughs> eat his appendix afterwards? Gross. <laughs> that is kind of gross. I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's... rib sauce on it. And yeah, no kidding. It can't be any worse than a McRib. <laughs> you, got two, you got two McRib eaters sitting here, man. Uh, clearly, touchy subject. Clearly. Why don't you guys touch your subjects on your own time? We're trying to get some work done here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Alexander Barkov in Florida. He had a broken right hand. Tuomo Rutu, who I didn't even realize was still playing. I thought he retired. <laughs> I thought with a broken foot. <laughs> Evander Kane's out four to six weeks with a knee injury. A lot of broken bones this year, man. Jesus. Yeah. Michael Ferlin in uh, Calgary. He's got a sprained knee. And then we mentioned Chris Kelly. He's out six to eight months. Oof. Uh, and then, uh. The two injuries that aren't in here, but we kind of touched on a little bit, was Duncan Keith and his knee injury, and then Hosa getting hurt on what Saturday? Saturday against yeah. the Wild. Yeah, he's just he's like day to day with a lower body body injury, whatever that is. Yeah, he didn't uh, practice today, but I don't know. Neither maybe did Seabrook either. Yeah, neither did Seabrook. But I mean, maybe with the extra day, Hosa plays tomorrow. Who knows? And that means no, they, someone will probably get sent back. Didn't they already rule him out for tomorrow night? I don't think he officially ruled him out, but... I got alert on my phone that he's out for tomorrow night. 
Well, you know, I mean, but look, I mean, if Marion Hosa comes into the room tomorrow and says, hey, I can go, you really think Quemble's going to be like, nah, bro. Did you see who did practice today, though? Brian oh, parachute? Up? No, I was going to, I thought you were going to say uh, Michael Roosevelt with a parachute on his back. Uh, the, Bick, the Bickle photo today stole my thunder. That was hilarious. Yeah, we're now wearing number 44. Yeah. It, made, it made me feel real bad for him. <laughs> You know, I mean, you can't blame the guy for the contract, but his play has definitely warranted him being not on this team. Well, I mean, if you're going to sign a contract, you got to back it up. And if you don't, you're going to end up in places like Rockford. Yep. So, you know, Rock that, that part's his fault. Yeah, it's not his fault that he was throwing a bunch of money, but it's his fault he's playing that bad. Uh, we'll get... We'll touch on that a little bit more. Uh, suspensions. Uh, Zach Ronaldo had a high hit. Versus the Flyers, that was the same night that we recorded last. He got no suspension for that. Uh, Good call, NHL. They got it right. Yeah, that was kind of a goofy one. It was kind of, he was kind of sandwiched on that one. No, yeah, and there wasn't much he could have done with that one. Skate with your head up. Yeah. No, look who's talking. I know. It, it, we just had a clip at the beginning, you know, about somebody skating with their head down, and they got properly destroyed. Yeah. Uh, I need to steal some more of my kids' Halloween candy. Yeah. Hey, can you go get some candy? <laughs> uh, Steven Gianta was fined for spearing, uh, which was pretty, that was a pretty egregious uh, spear. Didn't uh, someone, uh, somebody speared Ovechkin tonight or something, wasn't it? It was yesterday or today, I don't know. I I saw the alert pop up, but I didn't see it actually happen, so I don't know. In Soviet Russia, Dick spears you. Yeah, Stahl got him tonight. Ah, yeah, oh, okay. Stahl, yeah. Um, Bermistroff in uh, Winnipeg was uh, fined for elbowing Jared Spurgeon. That was the that was the best. That was the fucking funniest thing. That was he like argued, the big fucking chicken wing. Yeah, and he argued with the ref because he thought it was a bad call, and then he saw the replay in the penalty box, and he's like, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, um, that was wrong." <laughs> uh, yeah, and Demers was suspended for two games for elbowing Nick Benino. Uh, Mark Stone got a suspension today. Suspended two games for a legal check to the head of Landon Ferraro. And then the last thing was uh, Dustin Flufflin. Uh, oh, man. I Now I realize who that was because I was like, who the fuck is Dustin Fluffane? Like, I've never heard of that guy. Flufflin. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, he had actually a couple questionable hits the past two weeks. Uh, he didn't get suspended or fined for any of them, but uh, he's been like a fucking wild rhino on the ice. He's been himself, you mean? Yeah. Are they out of Timbits in Winnipeg? <laughs> it's a fat joke, just so you know, Uncle Rosie. <laughs> no, because according to Evander Kane, it's because um, Winnipeg's racist. Do you want to hear a funny Dustin uh, Bufflin story? Bifin? <laughs> yeah, though, no, that's. Go ahead, tell your story. What is it? <laughs> Which story? <laughs> the Bifuglian? Oh, I thought his name was Bifuglian. <laughs> Bifuglian. <laughs> Well, if you spell it phonetically, yeah, I guess. Yeah. The best is well, we have guys. This is why we don't pay uh, Uncle Roosevelt to proofread our uh, recaps. <laughs> oh, God. What were you going to say, Pat? Uh, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy at the bar. There's a guy at the bar who we used to always then just say, you know, call Bufflin by Fuglian. He used to get all offended, and you know, how did it go when you sit? You call him by Fuglian. <laughs> you just <laughs> this tag this team is, is about. Yes, yeah, yeah. We are not on the same page. <laughs> tap boys, tap. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you guys got to get your hands out of each other's pants over there. In about thirty seconds, going to turn into Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty back here. <laughs> It's going to turn on him. Woo! Yeah. All right. You know, of all the wrestling references, nobody gets the Rockers reference. It could all go to hell. <laughs> put, him, put him through a plate glass window already. Jesus. Man. I would have thought, thought the dinosaur of everybody gate would have got that. Oh, I got it. This wasn't. But I, I like to let you flounder, and I like to let you suffer a little bit. Thanks. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Can we get on to the John Tortorella talk? Yeah. And, oh, uh, that, yeah. Uh, this was the other news that happened after uh, after we recorded last, which is Todd Richards was fired in uh, L.O. Columbus, and uh, Tortorella takes over. Uh, Vancouver gets a bullshit uh, second-round comp- compensation pick, and uh, but they still lost their first game with Tortorella to go 0-8, which we had They're talked about earlier. Playoffs. Anyone want to bet me, let me know. Columbus uh, is going to win the playoffs. Well, we can all... Oh, they haven't won very many games since Tortorella took over. I don't care. <laughs> they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're like... I don't know. Apparently, Ryan Johansson's out of shape. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of Ryan Johansson, you're channeling your inner Ryan Johansson by stuffing candy down your face. <laughs> Have another beer, right. Fatso. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't... I... I Jesus Christ, Pat. <laughs> oh, just wait till that rant at the end of tonight. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only fucking imagine. I just don't understand, like, like they had to have known that it wasn't Todd Richards' fault that they were sucking. It was the fact that they're a starting goaltender who, you know, well, their whole is generally team was a pretty like goal- shit. Yeah, but I mean, Sergey Bobrovsky couldn't make a fucking save to save his but life. But what are they? I mean, what are they going to do? They couldn't make a big trade that was going to do anything, and the only thing you could do is make a change with the coach. Sometimes, it's well, yeah, to that's go with. yeah, that's part of the problem, though. Is like, I mean, eight games in, you really got to scapegoat the guy like that. I mean, I wonder what I Dennis Savard has to say about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Calling for Boudreaux's head too. So yeah. I'm calling for Boudreaux's head just because I want to see Randy Carlisle coaching the Ducks again. I just want to see the Kool-Aid man again. That's where Boudreaux is going to go. <laughs> he might. Who knows? Uh, well, we go from the 0-8 team to the one that uh, started 9-0, and which was the Canadians. Uh, they kind of quietly, it, it was not that publicized as you, would, as you might expect. That they started off nine and all. They eventually lost to the Canucks, but um, you know, it's starting off nine and all is pretty damn good, especially for that team. And then of course the goalie gets hurt. Yeah, I mean, their backup Condone's been pretty decent. But yeah, he's pretty good, but he's still I not mean, the, the best the goalie in the world. The Montreal Canadiens were a big thing in Canada. It's just you don't hear about Canadian teams that much in the U.S. But I mean, they've been kind of riding a PDO train, really. I mean. 
their PDO is like off the fucking charts. Mm-hmm. So. It's been shown that that can that can last an entire season. So yeah, and then like you get Calgary. knocked out in the first. You get knocked out in the first round, like Colorado. There's one every year. So yeah, pretty much. I guess the only difference is that if you know Montreal rides a PDO train all the way into the playoffs, they still have Carey Price in net if he's healthy. Yep. Uh, let's see what else. The Blues. We talked about this too, but uh, we can rehash it a little bit. The Blues invited million-year-old veterans, Havlat and Zubris, to try out. Um, this was. You know, I haven't. I haven't heard anything since they got put on the tryouts. Has anything come of that? Um. As far as I know, they're still on PTOs. Are they just like harvesting them for parts to create some big, ugly, old Frankenstein that they can throw out there on the fourth line? Well, half lap that Frankenstein's going to be soft as shit. So it's <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Can we ask James Naval? <laughs> for the boards. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard um, our shout out on the uh, the big Novoski podcast podcast. Don't hear it because he answered some of my uh, totally serious questions. Yeah, yeah. I, I I put a serious question that no one else probably asked, and they don't they don't mention that. But your goofball question about Hosa and Havlat gets gets uh, addressed. Maybe Jay said something to him about it when we mentioned it. Yeah, I think he just wanted to get it out there because I've been. Me and Pat have been harassing him for a few weeks now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Max Talbot was uh, buried in the AHL. Uh, he was playing for was playing for Boston. Pat. Pat oh. has a joke about Talbot. <laughs> I was going to say that's what Talbot gets being buried in the AHL for knocking up Dion Phaneuf's fourth cousin. What? Read the story. Research. 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 What the fuck do you research that at? <laughs> For real. I'm sorry. Let me go to TMZ real quick. Yeah, let me go to sport. Is it on sports mockery? <laughs> it's a 100% true rumor. The hockey okay. press? Yes. You know what? I'm just not having it tonight. I'm going to turn the table over to Uncle Roosevelt. <laughs> well, then we won't hear anything the rest of the night. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, the Predators signed Matthias Ackholm to a six-year, uh, 3.75 per year deal. 3.75 million. Yeah. Pretty good deal for him. I mean, he's a young guy. He's got good underlying stats. That fucking, that Nashville blue line is fucking scary. Well, until they trade, uh, you know, Seth Jones to Boston. Yeah. Or, uh, or as everyone else was talking about, uh, trading Shea Weber to get something. But I mean, aside from Shea Weber, that blue line is really good and really young. Yeah. Even if you move Weber, you still got a pretty good core there. Yeah. Roman Yossi. You still got, you're, you move Shea Weber, you probably still have a better blue line than, Almost anybody in the central division, except for maybe St. Louis. That fell like one ass clown said. 
What team would you say has a better blue line than natural? Oh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Maybe Washington, Calgary. <laughs> Calgary when all their guys are healthy. Oh, yeah, all their guys are healthy. They're just playing like shit. I don't think that they're hands down like that guy made them say that they're better than everybody. I wouldn't say that they're hands probably not hands down, but I mean you could make a case that they're probably from top defenseman well, to sixth defenseman. They've got the be- one of the better. If not the best. I just don't think they're that good. Yeah. Yeah. Keyword. Well, they're going to drop down a little bit when Michael Roosevelt comes off of LTIR. So, and the Blackhawks <laughs> pass him up. Right. <laughs> Nothing, huh? That, I should move on what the way to the bottom because that stone is going to be sinking pretty damn fast. <laughs> Hey, Pick, hey, show a picture of the Roosevelt skating today with a parachute. I was going to so, say, could you reach over and check his uh, blood sugar? Because I think there's something going on over there. <laughs> hey, I did not tell him you were a diabetic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Like, I was wondering, like, they said he was skating with a parachute. I was like, well, is the parachute actually, like, getting air underneath it? Or... What? Yeah, it, it didn't tell that uh, he was skating backwards in the the wind was just blowing him backwards as he was drifting across the ice. Was he still on his little scooter? <laughs> That'd be fun. I wish I he guess. was on his scooter. Every Stanley Cup winning team needs a Vladimir Konstantinov. <sighs> Yikes. <laughs> pat, pat, pat. You, you, you just got to find a spot to go there, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I have a problem. Yeah, you, you have many. Uh, and then I don't know if anyone saw, let's see, TJ Oshie's Halloween costume that was uh, turned into a meme through various <laughs> different channels. I hope Baggis doesn't find him and skin him. <laughs> I mean, look, look, if your wife is that hot, like, you do whatever she wants for Halloween, man. I'm just saying. Like, clip your balls off. Sure, why not? Uh, so yeah, there was there was a couple. I don't want any more kids anyway. There were a couple uh, interesting Halloween costumes around the league. Did you see Scott Darling and uh, he was the left shark? I no, believe. I didn't see that one. Yeah, him and I like uh, Taylor's Taylor Halls. That one was pretty sick. I posted a picture of uh, Runblad and uh, Scotty Lamont, native Scott Darling. The night after Scott Darling uh, played pretty poorly. Yeah. Do you approve of this Batman, Uncle Roosevelt? That's he just fell off of his chair. That's a sad-looking Batman. Chick's not bad. Batman, <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> you ready for TJ Ochi? Yeah. He hasn't seen these yet? Oh. <laughs> if you haven't seen the one by Mike Fail, was it Mike Fail that did it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he did the, the he threw the silver. Uh, what was that character from? Oh, uh, uh, from that Tarantino movie. Wait, is T.J. Oshie in this photo, the Halloween photo? Because I just keep looking at the chick in the photo. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty hot. 
yeah, his wife, he just got married, like, the beginning of this year. Yeah, it was, like, right during, in the middle of the offseason, I think. But if you, it, the Mike Fail one where he, uh, where he photoshopped it, it was actually, I almost thought that was the actual costume at first, because he had done it so well. And then uh, I looked at the original. I don't think the original does that well. I gotta look up like fail asshole. Yeah, I re- I'm sure I retweeted at some point in time, but <laughs> oh man! So I just I I just simulated an NHL 16 to my second straight Stanley Cup final in 2019 with my uh, my U25 team, and the Stanley Cup final is the Chicago Blackhawks versus the Florida Panthers. What fun is it if you just keep simulating? It's the GM mode. Like, I build my team. Like, I play some games, but I simulate most of the season. Well, that's no fun. Well, it is, because I'm building the team and, like, developing the team. You're building the team. Yeah. No, like, I did a fantasy draft and build a team of all, like, under 25 Ringers. players. No, like, all under 25 players. Like, my top line center and captain is Connor McDavid. Know. Realistic. Became a RFA and won at eleven point five million per year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave that salary thing alone. Because as we hit the Blackhawks, and we're not gonna spend a whole lot of time on this, I'm just gonna report it because it's part of the news. Everyone knows all the uh, opinions on this. According to reports today, Patrick Kane's accuser no longer wishes to cooperate. So, that's that. Yep. So now we can close out that chapter of that book. Eh, It's not over yet, because they could still prosecute him without her, but it would be really hard to do so. Um, Duncan Keith in his surprise surgery uh, from meniscus tear was out four to six weeks. We talked about that. Somebody is seeing the left shark in David Rundblad for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Scotty Darling's got to know not to get that close to that much suck. (laughs) I was going to say, he's not even drunk in the photo. Well, that we know of. (laughs) Too soon? Uh, Too soon. Um... There were several Blackhawks um, moves. Uh, Vinny Henestrosa was sent down right after we recorded last. AHL Player of the Week Tanner Carroll was recalled. Um, I know the meatballs were all crying about getting Marco Dano up, but at the time it was the right call because they needed a center. They didn't need Dano. Uh, Roosevelt's actually eligible to come off of LTIR, but he has not been taken off of LTIR yet, so... Hallelujah. Yeah. And Hallelujah. As far as defensemen go, Eric Gustafson was called up. Yay, Gus. Yeah, he's been playing pretty well. Yeah, uh, he's looked pretty good. I mean, he's obviously got some adjusting to do, but, I mean, yeah. unlike Victor Svedberg, he's not allergic to an outlet pass. <laughs> yeah, Victor Svedberg, the last couple games have been an adventure a little bit. I mean, he's good at keeping the puck out of his net. He's just not good at clearing it out of his zone. Oh, no. 
Uh, Ryan Hartman was recalled. Mark O'Dana was eventually finally recalled. And finally, Brian Bickle was finally buried in the AHL. That was quite possibly the most surprising thing that I've ever come out of a work meeting and then looked at my phone and went, what the fuck? Like, I knew they put him on waivers, but I didn't think they'd ever send him to the AHL. But here we are. I I remember coming out of a work meeting once, and that was when uh, they made the big trade to Atlanta. They sent, like, three players to Atlanta right after the the 2010 Cup. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So I came out to that shit storm. It seems like they, they almost always make these moves, like, after I leave for the day at work and I'm driving home. Oh, like the Brad yeah. signing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That and the sod trade. and Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Dano finally got called up, so everyone was all happy about that. Woohoo! Free Dano. All right, we got one more. We got one more to free, and he goes by the name of Ville Boca. See that girl with a pretty red dress on? I want a polka. <laughs> Were you seriously so fucking like waiting Indiana. on that? <laughs> no time for polka. <laughs> Jesus, that, that's like the perfect fucking song for me. Like, it's got Indiana, polka, and your yeah. little girl joke, I guess. Jesus. Like, have, were you just sitting there waiting for me to mention Ville Poca yep. like once? Because I knew it was coming. Yeah, free polka, man. I think some I mean, things honestly, are like though, clockwork, like, in like all falling honesty, down the harm's hole and uh, Ville Polka references. In, in all honesty, though, like, can Ville Polka be worse than Victor Svedberg? Probably not. And at least Ville Polka seems like he's able to make some plays in transition. You know? Oh yeah, but they don't God. need that <laughs> with Svedberg. They're just looking for a defensive defenseman. They're not looking for a bunch of offensive defensemen. Poka's I mean, pretty solid in his own end, man. Yeah, they want they want that size. They need that's what they want. They don't, they don't need size. Jesus Christ! If their forward core tells you anything. They don't need fucking size. Defense and forwards are two different things. Yeah. You need a little bit of size on a defense, otherwise you're going to get pushed around a little bit. You need it's some. Never, size. They've never had huge size on defense. My wife says size doesn't matter. I don't know. If that's <laughs> Uh, they, I guess it doesn't. I guess it doesn't when you run out of the blue pill, huh, Corozola? I also have high blood pressure. I can't take the blue pill either. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sense. <laughs> yeah, right now there's no news for him to bring Polk out. I don't think, unless. Well, the biggest reason their offense is suffering is because they can't get the fucking puck out of their own end. They can't make good passes in transition, which is what this team's offense works on works off of. I think the last so. two or three games they've done just fine as far as putting shots on net and scoring goals. They seem to be rolling out of their their little funk. Yeah, uh, a little. They bit. won four I mean, to two. I mean, they won or they lost five four. But in the one game against Winnipeg, they put forty six shots on net. So right there is <laughs> not telling is not a, a, an offensive problem. Yeah, I mean, they're still having trouble in transition, but, I mean, yeah, yeah they're coming out of it. Yeah, 40, 46 shots of problems in transition. Well, Winnipeg is kind of a clusterfuck in the neutral zone anyway, so. But who knows? Hey, they put up five and four the last two games, so it's not as dire as some people may want to make yeah, it Yeah, but a lot be. of those plays weren't made in the neutral zone. They were made 
kind of already in the offensive zone. But anyway, I guess, I guess. It's just like the thing to me is like the Blackhawks. Tell Anaheim five goals were scored only in the offensive zone. I don't know what to tell you. If you want to make excuses for why their offense sucks, but they scored five goals, I guess. I mean, they didn't. Wait, when did they score five goals? They scored four against uh, four four Minnesota. goals for two games in a row, and then they threw 46, 47 shots on net the game before that. That's not an yeah. offensive problem. Four goals a game. Okay, that's also three games, and all the games before that, they've scored, like, less than two. Uh, so, they won 3-2 against the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. What, dude, their, their shooting percentage is still less than 4% at even strength. They had two rough games that they actually won because they only scored one goal, and, but they still won. Still, offensive problems in two games. Come on, come on, Gate. You know, Corsi and all the other made-up shit matters. I mean, it's if we're going to make up excuses why four goals a game in the last two games is an offensive problem, then I guess, I guess there's a lot of teams in the league that would like to have that offensive problem. Or Dude, okay, like three, ga- three shots games does not a solution make though. And like, neither does the two previous teams, where they didn't. Where they only against one teams goal. that are that are you know okay defensively, not good. Uh, Minnesota's Minnesota and the Kings. Yeah, the Kings defense is a shitstorm. They were missing one of their top defensemen in that game last night. So, yeah. I mean, I'm so just saying. The Blackhawks. They... I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You're, we're, it's not as dire as many, if people want to make this out to be that we need Billy Polka here to make it, the offense better. I'm, it could be better, though. Why not make your team better instead of sitting there with a guy that can't make a fucking outlet outlet pass. Maybe he knows the system better. He's allergic to outlet passes. As you told me before, maybe he knows the system better. That doesn't make, that argument makes no sense because they've played and they've both played in the same system for pretty much the same amount of time. Maybe, maybe Svedberg knows it better. (laughs) Svedberg has been in the system. Don't, don't, don't try to troll me, dude. Like I'm saying, if you can make your team better, why not do it? Why? Maybe they don't think he's, maybe he's not the position they need. Maybe they're, that's not what they want. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, can I throw a coach's challenge really quick? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, King's defense isn't too bad because St. Louis can't score on them either. That's a lot of the game right now. Well, they also got their be- they got their number one defense. They're one of their top four defensemen back. He uh, he was just out Monday because he had a kid. So then he yeah, met them. I, I know that shitty Drew Doughty and uh, Jake Muzzin out there. I said top four defensemen. What's his name? Mc- is it McBain or something like that? You don't even know yeah. his fucking name. He's that good. It's McBain, I think. Yeah, I don't fucking follow the Kings, but I. But you seem I know to know. You out. seem to know how their defense really sucks because one of their guys was out. He was their. He's one of their top. Yeah, dude, just let it go. You're getting owned right now. I'm not getting owned by anything. He's just being stupid because he has no idea what he's talking about. Is it crossing on a lifeline for Derek? It's like, I mean, why why have a guy that can't get out of his zone when you have a guy down there that's got just as much experience that can actually get the fucking puck out? Billy Polk has no experience. He hasn't played an NHL game. And neither had Svedberg up until this point. 
up until game one of the say, season, but we're now yeah. like 12 games into the season, and he's now played in. Oh, 12 fucking games. Holy shit. No and fucking games. Holy shit. he's been bad in almost all of them. No, he is not. Yes. No. He's allergic to passing. Like, You're he, allergic like said, to making sense. Okay, the the, the Blackhawks' entire <laughs> offense runs on outlet passes from their defense. You have a guy that can't make a fucking pass to save his life. How do you not try to improve on that? Who That's says Billy Polka can do it? If he was huh? doing it, wouldn't he be here? Because Quinville keeps his little oh, pets around when there's. What Qu- Quinville keeps his pets around all the time because he likes them for some damn reason. Why is Andrew Shaw still on this team? Why is Andrew Shaw still getting ice time? Why did Brian Bickle play for so long? Because he's Quinville's little pet. Bickle he gets his little Quinville's pets. Pet. He Bickle. was for a while. No, he wasn't. Up until this They were trying season. to justify his salary. Man. They were trying to but justify well, keeping around. Why, you know, and... why is Ryan Garbett playing on the top fucking line? Because Quinville gets these guys that he likes, and it doesn't matter what they do, they end up playing anyway. I don't know. Ryan Garbutt did pretty good last night. He was. They've done that, they've done that for years, putting a fourth liner with the top on the top line. Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, like, Garbutt's look decent, but, I mean, he get you know as well as I do, and you say it, you say it just as much as I do, is Quinville gets his little pets. Yeah, he does. And guys that he favorites, and then doesn't matter how poorly they play, they end up playing anyway. It's the same reason that David Runblad gets scratched every year and night, besides the fact that he's bad, is that Quenville hates him. It, well, rightfully so. Yeah, but, I mean, if... I mean, if he had played more while he was here, maybe he'd be better. Who knows? I don't know. If he had played over, uh, over Roosevelt more than... 20 times last season or however many games. What if Roosevelt skated in like 70 games last year? I mean, if Roosevelt had skated 40 games and Runblad had played the other 30, maybe he'd be better. Maybe he would have developed a little better. Or maybe knows, in one, but... of the, one of the six other cities he was in, if he'd have played more, he'd have been better. Who knows? Maybe. I'm just saying. But, I mean, you, you, uh, all I'm saying is that if you have the opportunity to – I mean, right now is the opportunity to see what you have in your defensive prospects – and, you know, might as well try Polka or Hell. I mean, Gustafson was a good call-up. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. You're just arguing me, arguing with me because it's about Polka. That's all it is. I don't see any reason why he needs to be there. I just don't. He because hasn't... he would make their transition game better. You think? Well, well, yeah. If he, of if he made the transition paper. game so good, he would have been there in the first place. Not necessarily. You know how this team works. Why did Ryan Hartman, who's just an Andrew Shaw clone, get called up before Marco Dano? Because that's the position they wanted. They wanted. They play the same position. The type of player they wanted. Why they they wanted a sixth fucking fourth liner to play in the bottom six? Come on. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah. Apparently, the bottom, they did. The bottom, um, before Marco Dano got here, the bottom six was fucking Andrew three or uh, four Andrew Shaws or five Andrew Shaws and Marcus Kruger. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't think that's what this team wants, considering that they've generally, when they're most successful, they have three lines that can score and then they have one checking line. They don't usually have wasted space as a line. 
Uh, I would disagree with that, but they've had plenty of wasted spaces. They last year they had a third line that didn't do shit too. So no, they didn't. Sharp Vermette Teravinen. That was not like that all year long. There was a, no. there was plenty of dead fucking space where that third line couldn't even be put out on the ice. Yeah, and, and there were times when Sharp was on that line that they couldn't be put out. They were barely put out on that ice. Sure, but when you have better options, why not use them? <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's <laughs> putting his cassettes away, apparently. <laughs> Uh, somebody's slamming something because they're tired of hearing me and Gate argue. <laughs> I was going to say, Gate, I really want to read a recap by Derek after that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Go right ahead. Just sign me one. I'll do it. I don't care. Well, apparently we need three weeks of preparation for you to do that. <laughs> for, for what? Because you need to plan ahead. For what? You need to be in the proper mindset, or at least that's what we were told. <laughs> Huh? All right, play stupid. I forgot you don't have to play stupid. That's not very, that's not very hard in this cast. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so the first game was the uh, versus the Panthers was a 3-2 win. Crawford was a net stop, 16 of 18 shots. Uh, Daly and Runbad played pairing was uh, frightening. Uh, Anisimov, Seabrook, Kane uh, with the goals. Uh, Seabrook and Kane had three points apiece. Uh, let's see what else we have here. I'm going to tell you right now, you're skipping one of these fucking points. <laughs> uh, TVR has had a quiet but solid game. Jomerson <laughs> jumped in on the offense. Um, and uh, Loud noises for this one. Yeah, well, Seabrook, Adisimov, Panarin. Teravainen, Kane, um, we're on the first power play, and that was just unfair. uh, It was weird not seeing Taze or Hosa on the first power play, but that's uh, actually what happened. And uh, and actually, uh, those those five out there together were pretty crazy. That's filthy. Yeah. And... uh, Let's see. Penalties were 8-3 in favor of Florida. Um, and I want to leave the last one for Pat. Uh, I'm not hearing this. <laughs> uh, bad game for Marcus Kruger. Six penalty minutes and a whiffed out a wide open net because apparently he has uh, pat hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? At least I'm still going to have my hands. <laughs> yeah. But at least he doesn't have a rose of all broken leg. <laughs> it is a snapped ankle. And, uh, Apparently, uh, Derek couldn't take the heat, and uh, he has dropped. (laughs) (laughs) So, we shall carry on. Either that or a diabetic shock from all the fucking candy he was eating. uh, (laughs) And we get called fat. (laughs) Well. Uh, Let's see. Does this mean Uncle Roosevelt might get a chance to talk now? (laughs) <laughs> Bill too. Oh, Bill's still here too. I forgot. Yeah, Bill yeah. out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. right here. Um, let's see. The next, uh, the next two games actually were the shutout wins in overtime. Uh, first one was the Lightning. 
Uh, Crawford in net, shutout in regulation. Got the shutout in regulation. He stopped 21 of 21. Uh, Victor Tikhanov was thrown back on the lottery line. And he actually didn't play too bad. Uh, Taze was invisible most of the game. But then, of course, you know, just as that gets mentioned, 17 seconds into overtime, he ends up scoring the uh, game winner. Uh, at that point, I was, everyone was still on the Sved group bus. Because Fedberg looks like uh, looks like uh, Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Christers, what is it, Godowski? Sure. Godlevsky? Godlevsky. Yeah, that's sorry. Godlevsky was uh, really good for Tampa Bay. Uh, I mean, to shut the Blackhawks out in 60 minutes and 17 seconds. <laughs> uh, Panarin. Hello, can you guys hear me? Oh, look who, look who came back. Uh, my internet took a poop. My Xbox, like, shut down, too. It was, like, weird. Anyway. Yeah, well, we're in the middle of the lightning recap. Uh, you U-verse? Uh, yeah. No, it was, it was weird. You want to do a U-verse commercial, Pat? <laughs> Since you're the spokesman? Could I get Luke Wilson to join me on that? Make sure you make sure you throw in DirecTV in there, because... You know, they're going to take all the basic channels away from AT&T. No, they reached an agreement. Oh, oh did they really? Yep. No, they still suck. So. Yeah, and they're, what are their 99.9% uptime, they claim? That's why I'm doing the shoutcast from a fucking garage. Yeah, from a garage on Uncle Roosevelt's lap. <laughs> Never too early to get in the Christmas spirit, Gate. <laughs> Santa? What was it like from Santa? <laughs> I don't know, but it tickles. That's all I can say. <laughs> Pat, Pat's so busy uh, participating in the shoutcast that he's tweeting. What <laughs> <laughs> other things too on there? Yeah. Well, no, those assholes from Blackhawk up. You know, got to press my asshole button with the Titans quarterback talk. You know, press your asshole. <laughs> I thought that's what Uncle Roosevelt was doing. Move along, Betty. Move on to the next one. It's just you're a fucking creep. Um, That's the man who lives in a dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unexpected in night. (laughs) I mean, he does have a voice. Oh, shit. Apparently, Connor McDavid... uh, just fell into the boards the same way Patrick Kane did when he broke his collarbone last year. Yeah, Chris Coop from... Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll see if that... Uh, yeah, we'll pull that up. To the interwebs. Down... Oh, yeah, that didn't look good. Oh, 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 man. I'm going to retweet that... Uh, yeah, my regular face just put one a couple yeah. out. She's got a couple angles. Oh man! Yeah. Oh no, Connor McHockey, Connor uh, McFuture. Now Panarin can win the the uh, Calder. No, it'll be Eichel. Eichel's been cr- kind of crappy. I mean, he's got four goals, but he's got no assists. That's all he has. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that breaking news. Uh, literally. 
Yeah. <laughs> so finishing up the Lightning, uh, Panarin and Kane, uh, they were getting a little too pass-happy starting off it in, uh, in that game, which it's kind of good that they eventually kind of split them up a little bit because it looks like uh, Kane needs more of a trigger. I mean, not that Taravine is a trigger man, but... He needs so he needs kind of a trigger man on his line to pull the trigger. And while it looks pretty when those two are out there passing together, um, no one seems to want to shoot the puck. Yeah, for sure. It seemed like they were both kind of like deferring to each other, which is weird. It's, but maybe it's, it looks good on 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 TV. But uh, yeah, maybe it'll be a good thing because I think didn't the same thing kind of happen with Sod when he started playing with Kane, where they would both kind of defer to each other, and then Sod, you know, went back to playing with Taves, and he kind of you know with Taves you can't really do that because it's more of a a cycling line so Saad would just kind of get open and then yeah. get open on the slot and be the trigger man so maybe it'll be good for him but I did see that like Panarin said the day that he's having trouble playing with Taves because no one on that line speaks Russian so yeah. we'll learn fucking English uh, he's working on it he's been working on English since he got Signed by the Blackhawks. I was surprised uh, at how well uh, Tikhanov speaks English. I mean, I knew he, he spoke English pretty well, but I mean, he he has like no evidence of a, of an accent at all, which yeah, kind of surprised that's... me. Yeah, he was over here for didn't he? He was drafted, so he probably he did he play? Was he drafted out of Russia or did he like play in the OHL or something like that? No, I'm pretty sure he was drafted out of Russia. But then okay. Gretzky brought him over, and that was when that whole shit show of Gretzky was coaching over there. And that was when they were starting to throw, like, you know, Bodker and Tikhanov, and all these players were getting thrown right in the NHL, and they were getting ruined. It took Bodker, like, five years to finally... Same thing happened with um, uh, the kid they traded to Ottawa. Kyle Ottawa. Turris. Yeah, Kyle Turris. He was same drafted kind of the same year as uh, Kane. It was yep. the same, yeah. He was number two after Kane. I thought he was three. And no, no number two was JBR. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was three. Rumor has it he may be related to Trevor Van Riemsdyk. I'm not sure. <laughs> Rumor has it. Yeah, we're trading for him, right? Yeah. We're going to trade him Bickle because, they, of course, they want Bickle for TVR. Who doesn't JVR. want Bickle? That's it didn't even the rest of the Ice Hogs wanted Bickle on the ice today. Yeah, they want him there because he can treat him to the Olive Garden later. After <laughs> Dinner's on Free him bread. every night. Free breadsticks for everybody. Yes. And free food poisoning the next day. Let's go get some di- diarrhea at Beefaroo. <laughs> oh, God. And we got Pat talking about diarrhea, Mr. McRib. Hey, I'm immune to it now. What? I'm immune to it now. What did you say, Bill? I said that wasn't Pat. No, Pat Pat did say something about diary, too. Uh, Yeah. Apparently, Connor McDavid's arm is in a sling now. My God. My God. And now Nail Yakupov can go back to being useless. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Well, so so the Oilers can suck once again. Of course, it was against the Flyers. Like, of course, it was the Flyers that injured Connor McDavid. 
Snyder, Ed Snyder put a hit on him because he wanted that first overall pick. That's right. Hey, they got Ivan Provorov, and he looks like he's going to be pretty good. So, but. yeah. So, where the hell were we? Uh, we were on the lightning recap, and I basically wrapped up with saying uh, one nothing games are painfully boring, especially for a game that moves as fast as hockey. And I said, you hear that, soccer fans or footy fans, whatever. one nothing games are boring. It depends. I mean, if it's got good action back and forth, but hey. I don't know. I think those, like, the 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 one o two o two one games in the Stanley Cup final were pretty exciting, but. Yeah, That's not nice in a no, not in a mid uh, October game. Well, sure, most mid October games are boring just because the teams are kind of just disjointed. There's a reason they're trying to increase scoring in the NHL because they don't want one nothing games in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, I I read an article today. They were talking about how this is this is like the lowest scoring um, stretch through this many games in in a long time. So. They should just start that three-on-three in the third period. That's right. There you go. Just third period. It could be three-on-three with tree-turdy-tree left in the turd. uh, The uh, the third period. Well, Pat's Pat's, uh, Pat's, uh, heart rate would go up if we did the three-on-three in the third period. Pat would have a heart attack. Ugh. I don't it, it, as much as I should hate it. I don't hate it as much as Pat does. I'd rather it's, see that than uh, than a shootout. So it's the lesser of two evils. Uh, I thought Jacob Truba put it best, or was it uh, no Brian Little of uh, the Jets? No, he it was said, Dustin Bufflin. That no, was Bufflin talking about it. it totally. But uh, Brian Little said losing in a shootout is the worst way to lose a game. Three on three is just a little bit less worse to lose. I kind of agree. With What's so yeah. terrible about three on three? Fucking ridiculous. We should just, you know what? Why don't we put ramps behind the net, you know, make a three point line and just put the rink on a fucking beach and call it pro beach hockey? Well, the thing, that, that, that's the thing, but the thing, hold on, let me slow down. As long as the NHL doesn't want the game ending in ties, you're always going to have some kind of gimmick. Whether it's three on three, the shootout, or hell, maybe they'll go to two on two. You know, they're always going to have a gimmick as long as they don't want games ending in ties. Just blame the players because none, none of them were able to end the game four on four. Change the fucking point system first. Well, yeah, if they change the point system, that would help too. But well, that, the whole reason four on four didn't work is because they were they were incentivized to just kind of like sit there until you go to the shootout, and then the game's a coin flip. Yeah, you get your you get your gimme point in the overtime anyway, so why give a shit about it? Yep. I say change point system. Yeah. I we all agree on that one. That should have been changed a while ago. Yeah, it probably won't get changed either because it gives it gives teams that don't even have a chance of making the playoffs, it gives them like a feeling that they could possibly make it. Kind of like the Panthers last year. Yeah, that's a good point. You're keeping a lot more teams competitive in the race for a lot longer. Yeah, and that, and and really, that means more money for the league. So, probably won't change. Uh, let's see. The next game was first the Ducks. Uh, this was the second game of the 1-0 shutout OT wins. Uh, Crawford was in net again. Shutout regulation. 
Uh, it was much tougher than the previous game against the Lightning. Uh, he saved 39 of 39. He uh, he got lucky quite a few times, but hey. Can't how complain. good how good has Crawford been so far this season, man? He's been he's excellent. Just, he's just been ridiculous. Yeah, but when does Rage Against the Machine come to town? Rise Against, uh, against Boo. It's some yuppie little teenage band. That Rage Against the Machine is way different than Rise Against. Swift Rage Against the Machine is a fucking yuppie band. Good fucking Christ, man. Yeah. Come uh, on, Pat. You didn't hear what Uncle Roosevelt said? No. Good. Says a Taylor Swift fan. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I do know that he does listen to some Inflames, so I can't... Uh, I do. I do. I can't, yeah. We're going to have to teach you a little, a little more about... Good. I also picked up in the clearance rack when I bought the sweet microphone over the weekend a $5 Lamb of God CD. So, Well, there you go. Yeah. You're well on your way to learning some metal. Yes. Lamb of God might be a little sacrilegious for you, God. Jesus freak. <laughs> <laughs> Try putting some Slayer in. Oh. Put some Slayer in. Just you like to listen to some Slayer? Just play the chorus of uh, Disciple for uh, Uncle Roosevelt. I'm sure he wouldn't make her in fucking hostile. Yeah. Uh, at Ducks game, let's see. Um, Taze scored uh, under a minute into the OT play with an absolute snipe over Anderson's left shoulder. It almost looked like it uh, went off the crossbar, but uh, the ref yeah, got was... a good view of it. It was It was a nice goal. It was a snipe right over his it, ear. It, it reminded me of that, that, that trick shot he did where he, like, bounced the the water bottle. Yeah. It was, like, right in that area. It was nice. Yeah, that's that's a hard spot uh, for a goalie to get is right, like, right next to their ear. Because you actually have to physically just stand up. That's the only way you can stay, save that. Can't move your shoulders. Your ne- goalies rarely ever move their head over there to hit it. So, um, yeah. After, would you have been? Would you have been tall enough to even save that shot? Uh, yeah, I well, yeah. <laughs> With a step ladder, yes. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You want Billy, me to talk, Billy Blue Balls? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have. I would would have had to stand, stay standing, but um, I could have been tall enough. Uh, after the game, Ryan Getzleff was sent home with that appendectomy that we talked about. Yeah. So he was actually on the ice when uh, Taves scored his goal. I remember seeing the back of his jersey. He got, he got smoked by Taves. Yeah, he did. Getzloff was trying to got, to glide to the puck like he usually does, and Taves just fucking smoked right by him. <laughs> some slack if he was having an appendicitis attack while it happened. They said he said it, he said a couple of them, but... If you've had a couple appendicitis attacks, why wouldn't you just have the fucking appendicitis removed? Uh, the appendicitis? <laughs> or the appendix. <laughs> appendix, wow. Yeah. Appendicitis. Uh, I talk too fast sometimes. It only takes you 30 seconds. Uh, the Oh, this is where uh, we're going to have to listen to Pat here. So everyone brace yourselves. The pattern goal was disallowed when Anderson kicked the net off the moorings. Um, it should have been a goal anyway, because no matter what, that 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 was a wide open gaping net, and that should have been uh, 
that should have been counted as a goal. There was no doubt about that one, but Pat? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with, with uh, Gabe on that one. I, oh, that was the Ducks game. Where he kicked, oh. the, he kicked the net off? Yeah, okay. As a former goalie who has seen better days and you as a semi-retired goalie, you're fucking lying. You are if you don't admit that you've kicked the post off on purpose. I have But that not. doesn't mean it shouldn't be a goal. <laughs> yes, it does. Because you can't prove that he kicked it off on purpose, no matter how Well, yeah, that's why it would never be called that, because they can't prove intent. Yeah, and that's why it's always going to be labeled a no goal. So quit your bitching and moaning and be on your merry way. You guys are starting to sound like Oilers fans. <laughs> it should be up to the discretion of the referee. And yeah, that was going to be a goal. That was going to be a goal no matter what. So just a prude. That's all. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is, is if you start giving the NHL referees who are bad as it is discretion calls that's just going to make it even well, worse that's what their job is their job is discretion you know what we should do more fucking replay don't you think so I mean, the world? Uh, yeah, that's no. what we need more. the more discretion you could take out of it the better I mean do we want to get to the point in the in like the NFL where nobody knows what the fuck is a catch and what isn't I mean that'd be where it would head it if you put too much I mean power the puck crossed the, the line the I mean, that was yeah, I mean, but by the rule, it was not across the line before the puck came, the net came off. So really, you'd be just trying to prove intent that prove that Anderson had the intent to knock it off intentionally. So I don't, I don't care whether he did it intentionally or not. It, it, that should have that was shot into a wide open net. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. If it's you know, I don't, wide I, open I, like that, I honestly don't give two shits whether it was uh, you know intentional or not. Because he could have pressed off from the post, and he may not have done it intentionally, but I still think that should have been a... But you're never going to get to change that rule, because say the net does come off, and then you have a guy sliding behind the net, and he gets hurt going into the boards, you know, like McDavid or something like that. It's an injury risk, so they're going to blow the play dead every time. And then you're going to get what happened in the AHL, where the guy had a two-on-one coming against him, and the guy just knocked the net off on purpose. Well, that that didn't that end up with a two minute delay of game penalty? I mean, something not, like that. Something like that is a penalty. But if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's ways. There's ways. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I. Based on the way that play shook out, it shook you're one of the dirtiest goalies I've ever met. Me. Yes, you all <laughs> slash people. I do not. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. No, there are much. Yeah, I mean, I agree it. that it should have been a goal, but I think if you if you allow that, then you're you're just going to kind of create a slippery slope. And, and, and you're going to have a slippery slope either way. Yeah, so you might as well just stick to the rule. <laughs> and goalies start pushing the post off. We don't need more replay. We don't need more judgment calls with the of what it, a discretion is or not. Just make it cut and dry. Net off the moorings, no goal. There, and then you got defensemen yeah, sliding into the net when there's a when there's a chance. I mean, oh, where does it defenseman knock it end? pucks? D- defensemen <laughs> knock knock shit off every all the time. They do that shit on purpose all the time. Fucking, I've seen Brent Seabrook do it at least ten times in the last couple of years. Just like slide into the net, just like oops, sorry. Weld the fucker place. <laughs> <There's> yeah. <more. laughs> 
Yeah, go back go back to the uh the long moorings where like guys would run into it and it didn't have any give so it would just like shatter their fucking ankles or their shins. Or in Chris Kelly's case. Yeah. Or in Michael Roosevelt's case, you just fall over your own fat self. <laughs> <laughs> or you just make the net instead of having an actual net, you just have like a series of lasers. And if it goes through a certain part, it's a goal. Yeah, we're spending way too much time on this subject now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, let's move on to the... Uh, the I, I have fallen off the Runblad bandwagon. I'm done with them. That was what I added him to the uh, Blackhawks' least wanted list. Ugh, he's uh, been terrible. Yeah, he's been bad. Um, I tried to I tried to be there, and <laughs> I tried to look for something positive out of that, but it's just no longer there anymore. I just want to know what they saw to give him two years at $1 million. Like, I don't know. What did they see in Roosevelt to give him two years at $2 million? Yeah, well. Why does Radio Shack ask for your phone number when you buy batteries? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 at that point, I would have taken Roosevelt over uh, Runblad. But if I had the choice at the time. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> that wasn't clapping either. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was that Uncle Roosevelt giving you a spanky spanky? <laughs> he was clapping his cheeks together, probably. <laughs> he was twerking. Yep. Oh, God. Making him clap. Oh. <laughs> There's man. some weird things going on in that garage. But Stan yeah. Bowman is the greatest is that- GM in the history of GMs. I mean. Why are we is that is, is that after after you buy the cucumbers and Vaseline or whatever it was? <laughs> it was a it was a turkey baster. <laughs> That's what it was. In a jar of it. Okay, turkey baster. You know what? Since his pancreas doesn't work anymore, we ain't buying the candy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! That beat us. Um, and then finishing up that Ducks game up, Uncle Roosevelt's cracking a beer. That's four. <laughs> you know, that's not good for your pancreas, right? You've had more I mean. beers than words said tonight, fella. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, Tikhanov, at the time, seemed like he was the best fit at the left-wing position, at least based on the fact that they were never – it didn't seem like they were ever going to put Teravainen up. Oh, um, Jesus. But <sighs> at that time, I just wish they'd play Teravainen on the right side, but – they don't really have many options right now. I just wish they'd play him with somebody that's not a fucking boat anchor. Jesus Christ, poor yeah. bastard. Yeah, I know. Then and then last game they put him out there with some competent players, and what's ha- what happens? He gets a goal. I don't think cheer the anthem has stopped yelling since that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, but of course it took Hosa getting hurt from him to get moved into a spot where he could actually have some teammates playing with him. Yeah. Instead, well, they. Oh. It took Brand. It took Dan Carcillo getting hurt for Brandon Saad to even get a chance. So, yeah, I, I I seem to think that that would have happened shortly thereafter. Anyway, all I know is if the Hawks had Marty Havlett over Hosa, there wouldn't be a problem with injuries on that line. <sighs> oh, yeah, he wouldn't be pl- he wouldn't be playing. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> James Navo, I will be waiting for your reply on that one. Derek already got your reply. I don't think we're gonna get. I don't think he's gonna touch that again. Uh, all right, I'm waiting for the block then on Twitter. And we, uh, <laughs> and we kid because we love you, James. Yes. 
Even if, it, if your podcast is a really hard thing to find on the interwebs. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's because the scores, like, stupid rules that they have, Actually, probably. yeah, the, all the radio stations are like that. They they have, they hide them all, like, under the same page, and they can't have their own page unless they have five or more episodes or something goofy like that. Yeah, and the longer, the longer you're on the same page looking for a certain podcast, the more ad revenue they're making, so... Well, it depends on where you look. If you look through iTunes, they're not getting well, anything. Yeah. yeah, I don't think theirs was on iTunes, at least not to begin with. Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. No. I have yet to find that on iTunes. Yeah, it was on so there. You have to You have to actually go into I, go in, or uh, not iTunes. Well, I, I guess you can go into iTunes, but there's a podcast app on iPhone that that's what I use for all my podcasts. And if you go into the search bar and you just type in bit, the bit, Big Novosky, it will show all of the episodes that they have. That's the easiest way to do it. It's not I, easy as a relative term, but that's the fastest yeah, way. Yeah, I, I use iTunes on my computer at work, but yeah, there's a. Uh, actually, I really like the podcast app on the iPhone. I, I have a work phone, work iPhone, <laughs> and there's a. That's it, it's actually they've updated it and everything. You can make your own playlists and. Certain podcasts under certain playlists. It's actually really nice, but it's not easy to find them. And like podcasts like that, they don't automatically come up like ours does. Hey, do you uh, do you have that elevator hold music handy? <laughs> Why? Uncle Roosevelt had to take a break, so when he comes back in, I'll just yell "Go!" and he can start playing it for him. <laughs> it's here. So. Huh? Oh, is, he t- is he off taking his metformin? <laughs> he's gotta he's gotta he's gotta get get his pajamas on and get ready for bed he had to take a trip to the wackatorium <laughs> oh god well if he was going to the wackatorium you'd think he'd take pat with him that's not funny that's for a little help <laughs> a little shaky 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 wakey wakey yeah exactly Oh man, sucky sucky fadara. Yeah, that might be. A, this might be a while. God. <laughs> um, the Winnipeg game, of course, we all saw this one coming. They lost three to one, and uh, right-handed catching goalies. Yeah, Michael Hutchinson was in net again. She seems to be like the designated goalie against the Blackhawks. Yeah, Michael Hutchinson's weird because like. He'll go on a stretch where he's, like, unbeatable. I mean, even for other teams except for the Blackhawks. And then he'll just be, like, worse than um, Andre Pavlat (laughs) at times. It's kind of funny. Um, Crawford was a net. He saved 28 of 31. He had an an okay night. The only goal was a a power play goal by Kane. Uh, Quenville played his fresh legs bullshit again by uh, (laughs) dressing Bickle over Tara Vinen, which made no fucking sense. But... I, I said it at the time. I said, I hate to see that if they keep pulling this treatment with Terry Ryan, he's going to end up getting traded at some point. If they're going to you know, banish him to the third line for no good reason. Thank God our guest is back now. Yeah. Nice to see you could join us, Unc. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hutchinson once again stymies the Blackhawks. Full right unite. With He saved 46 of 47. Uh, no call on the Shaw breakaway. He was on a clear breakaway, was tripped, and somehow Steve Conroy decided that that was not a trip. 
I just love how you continually rip Steve Conroy. Well, it Steve was... Conroy is fucking terrible. And, like, the last few Blackhawks games, it's been Steve Conroy with Pat Foley. And it's just terrible. Well, it was terrible because they, they changed the tripping rule at the beginning of the year. A, a, a trip is a trip. If you If you get the puck, it doesn't matter. They changed the rule. That's the way the rule is. And uh, the defenseman, I forgot who the defenseman was, was behind Andrew Shaw by two steps. It dove, knocked the puck away, but then tripped Andrew Shaw, who went tumbling into the crease, and no call was made. And Conroy seemed to not understand that rule by trying to explain that because the defenseman got the puck or some other fucking reason that that was not a call. Shaw should have gotten a penalty, should have drawn a penalty, if not a penalty shot on that one, but they would yeah, I'd rather one. take the I'd rather take the penalty over the penalty shot <laughs> for Shaw. Shaw's all right. He he, uh, he every once in a while he'll he'll pull something out of his ass and. Well, I mean, he's got an arsenal of pimples to pop from his forehead that blinds the goalie. <laughs> oh, God, God damn! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Boy, let he who is without pitbull cast the first stall. Well, I wonder. Well, I wonder. So, so has Andrew Shaw's acne like cleared up because he hasn't been using his uh, blinders recently? He's, he's been got pretty the, terrible. All those these, all those Benny's commercials you see, you'd think you could get a Stridex one with Shaw and be money in the bank. No, Andrew Shaw does those like flavored protein water fucking commercials or whatever the hell. There you go in there. Like aqua hydrate? Yeah, something like that. It's like that's right now. Oh god. It is purified water with electrolytes. Flintstones vitamin water or something like that. <laughs> Flintstones. Was it, it, it like idiocracy where they drink the Gatorade out of the water fountains because it's got electrolytes? Yeah. That movie is, is becoming more and more true. Yep. That is what this world is turning into. Mike Judge, the prophet. Yes. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, let's see. Let's... The uh, Runblad, this is, you know, after I fell off the Runblad wagon. Uh, Runblad caught pinching on the Shifley goal. Daly was left to cover, and we know how that ends up. Uh, Daly didn't do a bad job, but uh, it ended up being a shit show back in the back, in the back end. Is that, the like one where he like fell, is that the one where he, like, fell down? Or was that in No, he was kind of pinching at the blue line, and the puck was probably about shoulder high, and he missed it. Mm. And then it kind of... Uh, it, it it went almost completely down the ice, but it didn't quite make it for icing. And uh, because Runblad is so fucking slow, of course, he didn't make it, hardly make it back. But Daly was able to to uh, pressure the puck, the, the guy, who the puck carrier who then hit Shifley, who was the third man in, while Runblad stood in front of the net and watched it all happen in front of him. I love Runblad. Yeah. I'm... So are we done then with adequate Runblad? Yeah, we're done with adequate Runblad. He's not even He's not even adequate anymore. No, he's he hasn't been adequate most of the season, but I tried to be positive, but I can't even be positive anymore. He's a fucking tire fire. Fire, fire. So I'm glad that Gustafson has actually looked pretty good. So, you know, he's been. He's had his moments. Huh? He's got to get a real number. 
What is his number? 52. Is B52. Down Meatball Alley with that number. That's all right. He's He's on full 69. Full 69. Moving on to Minnesota. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's actually where Gustafson made his debut. So, nice segue. Gooey. Yeah, he uh, he had a nice 100-foot stretch pass in his first game for the Anisimov breakaway goal. I believe I called that a ballsy 100-foot stretch pass in the recap. You would know all about those balls. He handled plenty. <laughs> God damn it, I knew it as soon as I said it. Yeah, uh, Lamont native Scott Darling was in net. Uh, not a good night for him. He gave up three in the first. That was uh, basically it was three to two going into the second period. I I missed the whole first period because I was out at the store. And I look at the score, and it's 3-2. to two. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Minnesota scored, what, 18 seconds into the game? Yeah. And it was all downhill from there. I mean, he never yeah, really I mean, I know I, I talked I talked with this about you guys since, yeah. you know, your goalies. You know, he was – and I look back at the other game he had started. It seems like he's just kind of overplaying stuff right now. Like, he's, like, oversliding. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's, like – I mean, I'm not a goalie. I've never been a goalie. I've never put on goalie pads, but like, right. didn't didn't he get like new pads? Would that like be why he's sliding too much because his pads aren't broken mm, in or what? Not necessarily. I, I mean, that's sli- an excuse for a shitty goalie. Well, the the sliding uh, it more has to do with you know you pushing off and your weight distribution more than it yeah. does the pads itself. Because really, the pads are almost all made out of pretty much the same material, so it's going to yeah. slide the same. Unless, I mean, unless you like lube it up or something. Yeah, but, I just wondered, like maybe if like they were a little worn a little bit, like it wouldn't it would have create more friction or something. But no, nah, it's it's more of a weight distribution thing. It's he he was just I don't know, you know, if you're a little too hyped up in net, sometimes you you push off a little too hard and because yeah, he because I went back to his other game and he looked like he was doing that. A little bit in his other start too, because he's only made two starts so far, and like he just like it, it was almost like every shot he was overplaying. It. Yeah, the, it was kind of. I only I saw only the highlights of the first period, and it seemed like they were showing saves and goals, and it seemed like he was just over pursuing everything. He was a little more, too over aggressive. You know, it's something that's fixable. So, yeah, yeah, you know. It's just he didn't look good. They 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 never recovered. They never fully recovered. They came back and and made it close, but they never fully recovered in that game. Uh, he only stopped twenty five of thirty, so it wasn't like he saw forty five shots or anything like that. And I mean, I mean, being a being a backup's not easy too. And this is really his first full season as being a backup because when he came up and started playing, he was playing every day because Crawford was hurt, and then he went back down for a little while. And played in Rockford, and but the... he was the ba- he was the backup in Rockford. Was he? Yeah, he was the backup to Layton. Layton's always been the oh, starter. That's right. That's right. Well, so he's Layton. been he's he's had plenty of, in all of his stops. I'm sure he's had plenty of time to learn to be a backup. In his 18 million starts that they seem to want to th- shove down our throat, or 18 million different stops, I mean, that they want to shove down our throat. Yep. Uh, we talked about Gustafson. Uh, the goals were by uh, Taves. He had two goals. He had a shorthanded and even strength. Uh, Seabrook had a goal, and Anisimov had a goal. Taves looks like Anisimov. Yeah, man. he's Go looking ahead. pretty good. I mean, I, 
Pretty know. impressed with him so far. Yeah, I'm seeing some you know some meatball hatred for him in some places that he's too slow or whatever. But I don't seem to have a problem with him. He's had a couple breakaway goals. Uh, uh, he said like two shorthanded goals, a couple of breakaway goals. Where where do you get that he's slow? I don't think he's. A I don't skater. get that he's slow. <laughs> I think he. I think it kind of looks like he's slow. He's kind of lumbering six, a little bit, but he's he's six five, so he's going to look slower than the smaller guys just by you know the eye test. He's not he's not super fleet of foot, but he's not slow. I don't wouldn't call him slow. He's he, about average. If he if he were Joey Maple Leaf, it'd be fine that he's slow. But oh, it's a Russian player, so he's not you know lightning fast up and down the ring. If he was that good, a good Canadian boy. Yeah. yeah, I think he makes good use of his big. Strides. I do too. I, don't think I am not. I have he's not very, been disappointed. Very efficient. I he's a, an efficient skater. He's I think. A, I mean, he's not a burner, but whatever. Uh, you know, I didn't know what we were going to get out of him, but he's actually been he's he's been as advertised. So. I think he's been better than advertised. To be honest with you, well, I mean, I know he got the big extension, but at and, this point, well, I mean, them saying that you know they've been trying to you know. He's, He's that second line center they've been looking for, and that you know he's they've had their eye on him for years. And okay, it should this shows they've been showing why because he actually fits yeah. in that second line center. When there there have been plenty of players that have been plugged into that that position that just weren't able to fit with the players. He's actually fit right in. Yeah, yeah I mean if you, if you're if you're complaining about Anisimov being slow, I don't think Brad Richards was very quick either. No, he wasn't. No, and Brad Richards, they, it took him all year to really get to get his shit together. Yeah, for real, it took him until about January until he started to fucking go. Yeah. So in- well, the thing I have about Anisimov is, you know, yeah, great, you got your second line center you've been looking for. Now he's created a giant hole left wing on the first line that you're going to be looking for for years to come. Well, yeah. to get their head out of their ass, and well, I mean, if Panarin, if Panarin <laughs> develops and. Oh. Behind the bench. Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely not making use of what they have. You know when you when when you can't shift when you don't want to shift things around and you want to, you want Tavo Teravainen to sit on the third line with the black hole of you know Brian Bickle and, and Garbutt or whatever fucking turds you're going to put on that line. I mean, there's no way that you're going to succeed on a line like that, you know? The day no. I see Desjardins on that first line, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Desjardins is permanently implanted with Kruger. Yeah. But he's one of those guys that needs to stay on that fourth line. Like, he's going to be – he's going to – he's he's Ben Smith. Like, it's Ben Smith and Kruger against the world. He's actually better than Ben Smith, I think. Yeah, he's <laughs> Probably, but but well, yeah, but I mean, like they they were like inseparable, you know. Like, yeah, Ben Smith was you know, he couldn't even find regular time. At least Desjardins. Hey, could. hey, don't don't shit talk the American oh, hero Ben Smith. Yeah, the American. A really funny Ben Smith story, Uncle Roosevelt. Uh, Derek actually went out and bought a Ben Smith jersey, paid one hundred and seventy-five dollars <laughs> for one. Even you aren't that stupid to buy a Roosevelt. Oh, I was drunk, and yeah, that was, yeah. I liked Ben Smith. Whatever, dude. He was a cool dude. Although, and I regret it. Yeah, although Uncle Roosevelt can definitely sympathize with being drunk. Yeah, <laughs> and also supporting a player that's probably not that good. So, yeah. you know. 
I'm into the slower, balding, fat ass people. He had to steal your your uh, your sound clip there, Pat. Yeah. I wear my Jamal Mayer jersey with pride. <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of retired ones. Like, uh, well, I pulled my one out of retirement, my Jeremy Morin one. You could put but it's an ele- I think it's a number eleven Jeremy Morin one. I think. Ooh. Rockford captain. Yeah. Or, or he was screwed out of the Rockford cap captain job by Brandon Machinter. <laughs> hey. All I know is they better have Brian Bickle, Rockford Icehog jerseys available this weekend. Number forty-four. Um, yes, Danny. Come on. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they'll have them available because, according to our Rockford constituent, they don't even have like um, any of the newer players. Jerseys yet. They, they don't even. They don't even have. They don't even have polka jerseys yet, and this he's been there for a year and a half. Hero, Brian Bickle. You don't uh, pass the opportunity. Two, oh, his, his uncle Roosevelt put out two-time Stanley Cup winner, and actually three because he was a black ace on 2010. You just don't get that kind of people going into Rockford every day. Willing. <laughs> there's gonna be a there's gonna be a welcome parade in Rockford for Brian Bickle <laughs> as his caddy rolls into town. Oh God. It's his chariot pulled by pit bulls. Come on! And when he <laughs> when he when he scores, they'll throw stuffed pit bulls on the ice. Fantastic! And they'll play pit bull. There you go. Uncle Roosevelt will probably approve if they threw actual pit bulls on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, finishing up the Minnesota game. Uh, this is where uh, they had first line left wing Ryan Garbett, who was, was Q's new pet. Uh, Marion oh, Hosa was hurt in the second period. Uh, Sved Group and uh, TVR had rough nights. And uh, this is where they had the intent to blow <sighs> goal, no goal, negated goal thing, something or other. Uh, I hate this. I hate that rule. I hate oh, it. I hate it's so dumb. Pat. Is that too What? I said I hate to work. That's all. All right. Oh, the Nick Gold thing I got you. Hey, you know my stance. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Was that Uncle Roosevelt? <laughs> I seriously didn't think it would be that long. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if this is a lot to go on, this is not a society. This is anarchy! That's his theory. That's our, That's actually his thoughts on the intent to blow the whistle. Again, I'm going to side with the referee. If he loses sight of the puck, blow the fucking whistle. Well, I think the, the intent to blow is yeah. he's, he is actually trying to get the whistle to his mouth. Yeah, yeah I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. There's a take from putting your finger from your waist to your mouth. I, I just I don't know I, I just think I don't like I don't like the rule in like, that look it just should be it should be cut and dry like if the whistle is blown the whistle is blown like if it's not it's not like but then but then you're 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 relying on the ability of the ref to get the whistle to his mouth you should be yeah. skating with the the, the difference between a goal mouth. and no goal is how fast a referee could get the whistle to his mouth 
Yeah, okay. But if the if the what a good way for the NHL to increase scoring then, right? By getting rid of the intent to blow rule. How many more goals would go by in using for- the referee as a tool to score more goals? Why not? Again, though, if you don't blow the whistle, then you get guys poking, jabbing, stabbing at the puck, and, and it's Thunderdome in the crease again. Uh, I, well, they're, they're, I, I cannot mean, agree with anyway, saying, hey, even after the, the whistle. Letting the, referee de- letting the referee decide, you know, the fate of a goal is based on whether a referee can get the, the whistle to his mouth or not. I don't, I don't necessarily give agree with that. I mean, yeah, I, I get it, but at the same time, like, it's it's like... I don't know. I just kind of believe in just taking referee discretion out. But that's of it. not discretion. Like, it is. It's like, oh well, I at this exact moment I was intending to blow the whistle. I, just I was. Tr- he was bringing the whistle to his mouth. I mean, that's not discretion. That's he was it's trying not, to get the. It's not. It's it's not if he's bringing the whistle to his mouth. If it's it's if he intended to blow the whistle, whether he's actually got the whistle in his hand going from his chest to his mouth or not, if he was intending to blow the whistle, the play is dead. Yes, that's what we're arguing here. Right. I, I don't I don't like What it, are you but... talking about? I don't know. Did Are you high again? Did the no. hamster have a wheel in your brain or something? We were just Wait, talking I about just this don't... for 5 minutes and now you just completely flipped. No, I didn't. I said I don't like the intent to blow with the rule. I don't. Where, where the intent that to blow means that he's bringing the whistle to his mouth, but he hasn't blown it in enough time. No, but it it, it doesn't mean he's bringing it to his mouth. Yes, it does. It means he was intending to blow the whistle, but was not able to blow it fast enough. That's what the intent to blow rule is. Yeah, is yeah but he? he doesn't. He doesn't have to be bringing it to his mouth. It could just be. That he intended to get it to his mouth, but he never even touched the whistle. He doesn't even have to touch the whistle right. to be to call it intent to blow. I think it's he may stupid. stop. I think it's stupid. So then you can skate this whole time. <laughs> have you ever seen a Tom Petty video where he's got that harmonica on that metal thing? Yeah. Right to his mouth? Yeah. The mouth. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just, I just. No, 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 you're wrong. I mean, they should just, what what are we going to do? We're going to put a buzzer on their hand? They just hit the buzzer every time instead of having a whistle? They should get people to referee hockey games because if you think that referee is too slow getting the whistle to his mouth, you should see me try to get a McRib to my mouth. It's a hell of a lot faster. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, I, I, I guess I'm just a fan of not, like, giving the less decisions you have a referee, like, the less. Yeah, the less split second decisions that you have, you force an official in any sport to make, the better off. Like you're going to get the call rights because how many how many times have we complained that the whistle was blown too early or that the intent to blow whistle or the intent to blow probably shouldn't have been there because the puck was still loose. I mean, and if you this- take if you take discretion out of it, it makes the game better. In my opinion, I mean, that's just but my there's opinion. No discretion here. It is discretion, whether he it was intending to blow it or not. I mean, Whoa. yes, I'm, it's cut I'm, or dried. He was either going to blow it or he wasn't going to blow it. I'm confused on where you you've done like a complete yeah n- yeah. <laughs> the intent to blow is he's intending to blow the whistle, but he wasn't able to get it to his mouth fast enough. So he's right, saying I was going to blow the whistle. But I didn't. I didn't get it to my mouth fast enough before the puck ended. Right, but the play the play is continuing, and it it negates goals because 
the play like because the so play, we're going to send know, referees are, to school. Players to get... are taught to play until the whistle blows, and yes. then, so they play until the whistle blows, and then they get shit taken away from them because the ref intended to blow the whistle. Because the ref couldn't get because he was falling or his arm was waving in the air, he couldn't get the whistle to his mouth fast enough. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like it. That's I think my opinion is not going to. There's happen. no discretion to it. It's he was going to blow the whistle. He was trying, attempting to blow the whistle. But he didn't get it there fast enough. That's the whole part of the rule. I don't know. I just think it should be cut and dry. That's just my opinion. Whatever. I think it's cut and dry. Yeah. I, if you'd like, I, I don't can know. Take a picture of the NHL rule book. I've seen the rule book. I've read the rule book. That's fine. I, I still don't like well, it. Well, you still don't understand the intent of rule rule, though. <laughs> I, I understand the intent. Okay? Like, He's attempting to blow the whistle, but not was not able to get it there fast enough. So you're, you're basing a goal on whether the referee's timing is better by one referee or another. That Normally, it's the referee, though, on the goal line that has that call. Sure. Right. Well, it's a. It's to me. It's. I don't have an issue with that whole rule. I mean, what happens if a, if a, if a, if a puck goes off the post? The referee waves no goal. Then it immediately goes in the net. Then it should be a goal. Yeah. Well, you didn't blow the whistle. Huh? Yeah. If you didn't blow the whistle, the play should continue. That's just my opinion. I don't. Yeah, I, I agree on that. I just don't think I mean, like like goldmouth scramble and you see the referee blows the whistle and you know the pucks in the back of the net. It's like well, the referee's not always in the frame at the same time, so you don't know when the referee was blowing the whistle or had the intent to blow the whistle. So if there's you know one angle again, it goes back to like the a goal an angle where it looks like the pucks across the line and it's not. If there's one angle where you could see the referee blowing the whistle and there's eight inconclusive ones, they're going to side with inconclusive all the time. It's not well, that sure, but they, I mean, you could go back on a replay and you can hear, you should be able to hear the sound of the, the whistle is, of when it was actually blown versus when the, the referee intended to blow it. This is also the problem with replay and why it all needs to go. Replay is for the fans and not for the actual referee. Cause we're, get, the thing to me is like, if the ref is, if the ref is calling a play on the ice, when does he, how does he know at exactly what, like, okay, so if the, in the case of, like, they're actually reviewing or discussing a goal, whether or not he intended to blow the whistle, how does that ref who's trying to keep his eye on the puck, trying to keep that, trying to get his whistle to his mouth, how does he know exactly when he intended to blow the whistle? Like, that just, that's where the discretion is for me. I just have a quick question, and I apologize if I sound like an asshole when I say this. Have you ever refereed or officiated any fucking sport in your life? Yeah. All right, t-ball doesn't count. No, I uh, I refed uh, basketball. No, that doesn't count either. That's not a sport. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's fine, but I mean, they don't have an intent to blow whistle in basketball. Because hockey is a lot faster game, and you're also playing with a weapon. <laughs> if you don't believe me, ask Donald Brashear. Yeah. No, I get it, but I'm just I mean, you like had, you had referee I mean referee's hands can be nowhere near his mouth, and if it takes him half a second, full second to get that whistle to his mouth, that's gonna cost the team a goal because the referee was skating around the ice and he was using his arm as, you know, 
to balance himself or something like that. Sure. But he was he it meant to goal scoring. Right. Now he's Without, so, by turning the referees into weapons against the players. They're not turning them into weapons. Yes, they're they are. Making, they're it's just a, making... The referee is now a disadvantage now to to the teams. Eh. He's supposed to be there to officiate the game, but now you're going to say, "Well, we're going to we're going to use the referees as a weapon to score more goals." No, I whatever. It's whatever, dude. I disagree. I don't like it. I don't. Well, I, one minute I, you I like it, and then the next minute you don't like it. You don't even but, know what the rule is. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We, we, in, We've fallen down as, the harm's fast, hole again. <laughs> as fast as as fast. This is as the fucking harm's is. hashtag harm's hole, guys. I, I'm as doing fa- it, right? Dude, look. As fast as hockey is. Yeah, how, which do, makes where, it even harder referee, to get them out. To the, which makes exactly, it even harder but how to get exactly, the out. How exactly does that one referee determine when he actually intended to blow the whistle? That's my problem with it. As soon as he loses, as soon as he loses sight, I mean, he could yell, he could say "stop," but that's okay. not going to stop the play. I don't know. I look. I'm entitled to my opinion. You're entitled to yours, and it's fine. Whatever. Well, you're you're wrong. Fucking crazy. That's why. <laughs> eh. You would argue the Holocaust if it benefited you. No, I don't. I have yes, my you opinion, would. and you have. Now yours. you're going to be muted. Go ahead. <laughs> Mute me. I don't give a fuck. 42 episodes in, that's the best comment I've ever heard Jesus in my life. Christ. <laughs> you brought up the Holocaust of the Hockey Podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. I called Quenville Hitler once, so let's not, <laughs> let's not forget that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, let's see. That was it. That was it on the Minnesota game. Scared <laughs> those off now. <laughs> Oh my god. It's gonna be all over Yipper tomorrow. Yeah. Uh and then the last game was last night was the Kings game. Crawford and Nett uh gave up a shaky first goal. Uh that was a floater, kind of a knuckleball, knuckle puck. Uh I don't know what he was doing on that one. But after that he uh nailed it down, saved thirty five of thirty-seven. Uh Marco Dano had his debut, nothing of note, played with Hartman and Carroll, which were his two line mates at Rockford. Goals by Taves, Kane, uh, Taravainen, that we talked about earlier. Anisimov had his shorthanded breakaway goal, uh, which apparently is too slow for. Uh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Anisimov, who everyone's saying is too slow, had a shorthanded breakaway goal. And, and by everyone, I mean the meatballs. Uh yeah, I got news for there's somebody I know that's been questioning Anisimov's play, and yeah, he's wrong. Just leave it at that. I mean, he's done no worse than, you know, when Vermette was playing well on that second line. He's he's fit right in. I mean, well, I, no, people seem to forget that, that we'd had no second line center for like the last five years. What, what number was Vermette again? Uh... Say it. Say it, old man. <laughs> no. Number 80. I'll break your head. Number 80. Uh, anyone uh, can figure out where Milan Lucic or Tyler or the the pumped-up and tire-pumped Tyler, Tyler Toffoli were at because uh, neither one of them showed up for that game. I think I saw him on the third line in the locker room. Yeah. yeah. They were picking up Quick's jock from the stands after that Misamov goal. So. Yes. All the time to make fun of the Kings. You guys, that won't won't go right over your head. 
Yeah, it's the same with the nose jokes. <laughs> Those are still funny. <laughs> the third and the third period was like the Wild West. It looked like three on three, but it was five on five. It was just you know back and forth, back and forth, which is entertaining. Definitely entertaining uh, to watch. I have breaking news. Yeah. Um, John Shannon of Sportsnet is now reporting that Connor McDavid is out quote long term. Yeah, I just well, saw that. Why do you gotta piss on my parade, Quinn? Oh, I was all happy. I got the breaking news. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Healthy scratch me next time we play a playoff game in my home city? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> hey, you broke it. I just said I saw it too. That's all. There's, no, there's nothing healthy about you, Stankus. <laughs> I mean, I didn't step over you and talk over you. What? What? Did um, we Eric again? No. Oh. Well, he's been quiet, so I didn't know. Well. So that wraps up our games. That's, uh... That's hey, the Kings beat the Blues 3 nothing. Yeah. If we want to go down that road again. Yeah. Awesome! It's good to see those. Good to see those asswipes get another beating tomorrow night. Yes, sir. They will be nice. Pat will be. I'm sure Pat will be uh, jumping on the wakey wakey. That was the whole point of the intro tonight, boy. Yes, I'm sure you're going to be jumping on it again tomorrow. At six fourteen tomorrow morning. Just wait for that good morning tweet from me. Yeah. Um. So, um, anyone else have any other uh, breaking news or stuff that we missed on the outline? Apparently, Connor McDavid's going to be out long term. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you, uh, Uncle Roosevelt? What do you are you you have anything uh, you'd like to tell us? I still don't understand why you racist didn't use uh, Jackie Robinson for number forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> We got a Holocaust joke and a Jackie Robinson joke. Awesome. And a racism joke. On t- yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, it's yours. Just go right ahead. It says here, Uncle Roosevelt has the mic. Rant. So <laughs> go right ahead. Would, would you like me to get your glasses for you? No, I'm good. <laughs> get him his walker. <laughs> no, I got, fresh, I got, put the I got fresh tennis balls on it. Dang. Yeah. This Twitter thing. I, somebody twitted. Uh, twitted? <laughs> P-R-O-L-A-Y I'm like what the hell is Prolly <laughs> And Pat told me it means probably So you, you saved a big B-A-B there But then In the next line the word so Had 14 O's <laughs> Does that make any fucking sense That is the uh, The world of the interwebs <laughs> this is musty TV. <laughs> He's struggling to read my notes. <laughs> I was gonna say, is he like sitting there with his hand is in his underwear, like Al Bundy or something? Maybe send it out for him, Pat. <laughs> uh, do tell the Rich King story. Right. <laughs> Rich King uh, pulled into the United Center parking lot, and I. Don't remember exactly what car he had, but I think it was a Volkswagen Bug. <laughs> it was with shit. He had coffee cups and everything else all in the dashboard, and he gets out and he looks like shit. And 
Then he pulls a tie out and <laughs> smooths it out with his hand and then smells it. You'll <laughs> 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 never look at Rich the same now. How the fuck does the tie smell? I don't know. <laughs> I just picture his car looking like the blues mobile with all the <laughs> driving down the street with all the stuff sliding through the uh, the windshield and the dashboard. <laughs> but you know what? I, not, I can't say it really surprises me. Yeah, it was something. Because <laughs> yeah, he he does look like he's like a closet drunk. <laughs> Oh god! You know, just like wakes up in the gutter in the morning with the tie around his head, <laughs> rolls into his car, and then shows up the UC. And <laughs> boy, you are not very good on the dead pauses between things. No, I'm not. <laughs> you know, the other night you're rattling shit off left and right. You know, I I don't know how you don't remember that one. Which one? All right, where am I at? Where I? <laughs> This is the worst rant ever. Yeah, I know. It's it's like the Tin Man. It's got to be fucking you know, all rusty and shit like that. <laughs> it's just cranky. Get it going. It's just a microphone. Five people listen to it. That's about four too many. <laughs> and they're dropping as we speak. Was I counted as one of the five that was supposed to be listening? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. It's the only five here, yeah. I, I can't wait to tweet out the picture of the notes that I have for him, and he hasn't said one of them yet. I did. I said two of them already. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, you said two of them already. Come on. You guys are shit shows. Say hello to my little friend. I can't wait to see the picture of you two sitting there in your fucking uh, granny panties. <laughs> yeah, please take a selfie for us. Um, no. <laughs> uh, the floor is still yours. I told you you had ten minutes. <laughs> this, is like, this is like the the Seinfeld episode. I'm supposed to fill two hours, and he came up with eleven minutes of. This is as exciting as a root canal. Uh, those are actually quite exciting. That was more enjoyable. Yeah. Okay, I'll just read everything <laughs> that I wrote for him. Read it in Uncle Roosevelt's voice. How about that? He clearly doesn't want to tell the story of how similar the broken ankles of him and Roosevelt are. They're not that similar. I was playing basketball. You still snapped your ankle in half. <laughs> it's not a sport. <laughs> Thank you. You were both bald, fat, and not a shape. And he was probably not drunk as I was. <laughs> also hard. That cannot be confirmed nor denied. Uh, uh. The, the diabetes jokes. You take those in stride. I mean, I know you call me fat trick, you know, but, you know, God forbid, you know, I, call, I make fun of your diabetes just because, you know, I'm hoping to get your little toe when they have to amputate it and use it as a rabbit's foot. <laughs> You're just going to dip it in McRib sauce and eat it anyway, Tubby. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, it's clearly going as well as about a... A flight from Yaroslavl to. To <laughs> 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 <So> go. <laughs> we did, we got our feet on the emergency brake, and we don't know. It, that's all. Why don't we get some nine eleven jokes going too? 
Yeah. I've gone far. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had a nice rant the other night. I wrote all this down. I'm like, you know, I spent time and effort on this, a whole 25 minutes today. And, you know, this is how you treat me? <laughs> Banned. I'm surprised you could uh, actually manage to scribble this all down on a napkin. Actually, I'm pretty sure I spelled Jewish wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Is that with a G? <laughs> no, but he had a, he wanted to talk about you know we always criticize Quinville and he goes what you know what credit do you have Quinville seven hundred career wins oh you, boy hockey blogger oh here we go Stitch cups you hockey blogger so as somebody who was very offended by that talk I thought you could at least back me up on that three cups three cups Kool Aid hashtag three cups. But, uh, yeah, since this is uh, not going over as well as I thought it was. Crashing and burning? Mm. Well, you were just talking about how great John Tortorella was as a coach, too, and he's got three cups, too, right? He's got a Stanley Cup. Three but you, know, cups. you know what Quinville doesn't have that one of the greatest hockey coaches does have? Iron Mike Keenan has a Stanley Cup and a Gagarin <laughs> Cup, motherfuckers. He's got one of each. He's the only one. Oh. Can't you stop your lips from flapping for two little minutes? the fuck is Gary in Cup? KHL. It's soon to be called the Locomotive Cup. That's how they honor dead hockey players. Would you prefer Karpatsov Cup? <laughs> Just end oh, it. My leg. I prefer calling it the Toilet Bowl. <laughs> uh, uh, I got nothing else. He doesn't want to tell anything else. It's, you know, I know you can, sure. Tomorrow he'll have a whole nother. Can't squeeze blood out of a turnip, all right? Yeah, apparently last night, too, uh, did anyone catch Pat Foley calling Jonathan Quick Jamie Quick? Uh, yeah, a bunch of people on Twitter did. I didn't personally hear it because I wasn't paying that close attention. <laughs> well, this balding fat ass told me about it last <laughs> night, and I didn't believe him, so. <clears throat> yeah, uh, uh, several, uh, just like I thought, in the, uh, or several people thought in the Minnesota game that. Uh, that they were chanting uh, Crawford's name when Darling gave up the goals. But a friend of mine was actually at the game, and uh, <clears throat> I texted him and said, are they chanting Crawford or are they chanting Darling? And he said it was definitely Crawford, but it was a weak attempt. So, I love goalie chants. They always rattle your cage, you know. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, since this subject has gone as well as Luongo starting a Stanley Cup final game in Boston, let's just puppy up. No, oh, come on. You're going to upset time. your little co-worker talking about what Boston. <clears throat> yeah, he, he was a little bitchy tonight. But, you know, hey, what, that's what happens when your fourth-line center breaks his femur like a breadstick. So, <laughs> I'm going to let that one sit and gestate. Kruger. <laughs> Kruger's going to get murdered tomorrow night, isn't he? Watch your mouth. As, as, pay, as payback for that. Jesus. No. Kruger is indestructible. Don't you put that on us, Stankus. Don't you put that on us. I'm just glad that my favorite player looks like a man, unlike a woman. I'm done. Would you like me to play the song again? Yeah. in French like Indiana. No time to poke I thought it was fantastic. I thought all the intros were great. I didn't think they were a minute too long at all. <laughs> hey, they were a little bit long, but it was at least it was it was something new and entertaining. So, it anyway, 
It was funny. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. As opposed to, to the next hour and 45 minutes, which was a bunch of suck. <laughs> which is completely entertaining. Yeah. Well, I just realized I had something written down, written down that said, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets joke about Derek. Flip over page. It's <laughs> <laughs> the joke. Derek <laughs> <laughs> after the Blues Twitter account got him. <laughs> yeah, apparently I missed that one. Huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where did Derek go? He I'm got here. quiet. He got quiet. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. You're going to have to send out the polka signal for him. Yeah, probably. Give me hey, give me some here. time. I'll find it. You mean Polly. <laughs> probably. <sighs> Wrapping up, you can find uh, stuff on the Twitters, uh, Puck and Hostel. <laughs> you can find Pat at Patrick underscore Stankus. You can find Derek at Hostel underscore Derek. You can find Uncle Roosevelt at, at Uncle Roosevelt. But he doesn't provide any content, so you might not want to add him. And uh, Mr. Beck, our St. Louis correspondent. Correspondent, yeah. <laughs> you, what, how do you, is it Sporils 7? Is that how? Sporils 7, Sporils, yes. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure I say it correctly. <clears throat> um, I had uh, people ask me um, about rating and reviewing us. It's not easy to do. You have to do it through iTunes. You could search for our podcast. And uh, when you search through iTunes and you pull up our podcast on the page, there is a spot to review on there. But you need to sign in. It's a whole freaking thing. And I understand if people don't do it. But if anyone gets a chance and they're in iTunes... Give it a shot. I think uh, Mr. White Sox history guy, who is a regular listener and is going to be starting a podcast of his own, was attempting to review us. I didn't see it the last time I checked, but who knows? Things seem to come up a couple days later. Is this not the only uh, blog with a with a Hawks uh, podcast left now that everybody else <laughs> is retired due to uh, Patrick Kane difficulties? <laughs> uh, at this point in time, I think so. Um, who knows what's going on nowadays? I know those one guys do one every like six years or so. Yeah, well, and yeah, you got the Point Shot podcast. Uh, Jan Hedgda. Yeah, Jan Hedgda. And uh, General Fanager or Fanager. <laughs> I gotta caps. give. I, yeah, I gotta give him a little bit of shit for that. Uh, so anyway, shout-outs to the Committed Indian guys, Forklift CT and the crew at Hockey Night, Chris Block at Third Man and Puck Chatter Radio. Chris Block is still alive. I did find that out. He did tweet yesterday. Did you see Wait. him at Ironworks? <laughs> no, I did not. I just saw a tweet. I didn't say I saw him anywhere. He's still, still <laughs> tweeting from a cave somewhere. Is there an Ironworks at, in the 200 level of Rockford? <laughs> There might oh, be. There two, is there a 200 level at Rockford? <laughs> Apparently, because I'm sitting in 213 on Saturday. So, Well, maybe that's an indication. <laughs> that's the yeah. dumpster with the McGrib sauce out back once it's, again. It's up there with the moon cam. Uh, the Trudy Anthem guys, uh, Keith and the crew at Blackhawk Up, Greg Boyce and the crew at Let'sGoHawks.net, Jim Crest Jr. City on the Take, uh, Mike Figaro at Fig Cigarts, Jay Zawoski uh, from the Score 670, 
Sean and Garrett at the Point Shot Podcast and that thankless son of a bitch, Jersey John at Black and Tan Sports. Uh, I do want to give a little bit of a shout out. I didn't keep this I didn't put this in my script, but um Scott Powers at ESPN. I guess they did some restructuring over at Grantland. I don't know how he's included in Grantland, but um I think I they guess. just did budget cuts all around at ESPN. Yeah. Uh and that uh Scott Scott is not gonna be I don't I guess he got maybe till the end of the year or is at the end of the I think he said he had a couple weeks left. Yeah, so it might be till the end of the actual fiscal year. Uh which sucks because Scott Powers is a pretty good uh source. Uh, better than Hedger, that's for sure. Yeah, Hedger. Of course, that's not hard to do. Yeah, yeah, Hedger's kind of hit and miss. <laughs> he's got his good and he's got his bad, but <clears throat> Hey Pat, I got a question for you. Yo. Would you watch an entire game with the moon cam, like a full 60 minutes with the moon cam for a free McRib? (laughs) Wait. Think about it. Do you have an answer, Pat? Uh, um, Can I buy 15 more seconds? (laughs) No. Is today like National Sandwich Day or something like that? Yeah, I enjoyed a hot dog earlier for National Sandwich Day. A hot dog sandwich? A bitch yes. did, sweetheart. An open-faced hot dog sandwich? Yeah. Tube shakes underwear. <laughs> um, no, I couldn't watch that from the moon cam because I'd probably throw up from the moon cam. Yeah. Yeah, but at least your throw up would taste like a McRib. <laughs> no, I once, I was had the flu once and I had uh, pot roast and I threw up <laughs> and I... I threw up that night and saw all the pot roast, and I didn't eat pot roast for two years, so don't ruin the McRib for me. Why, you just ruined pot roast for the rest of (laughs) (laughs) the Who eats pot roast? It's disgusting. No one now, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Pot roast. He does live in St. Louis. They don't have very many choices for good food. (laughs) What's wrong with pot roast? (laughs) Everything. Coming, coming from the McRib man, slam yeah. pot roast and everything. Yeah, it's gross. Oh god, you're calling something gross. That's that's rich. <laughs> you live in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, but he's a trans. He's, he's kind of like a transplant. So I thought you were going to call him a transplant. <laughs> Why don't I ever get the trans? Like, oh, he's just a transplant. To well, he wasn't slamming your food down there. He just says you live in another uh, t- area code. Hey, you can make fun. Our food here does suck. Ah, okay. Don't you guys have like a Portillo's down there? No, we do not have a Portillo's. No, there's not one here either. We could send them all from because it's shitty food if you ask me. The only the only good thing that we recently added was a Giordano's. That's a start. That's a start. Giordano's Uncle Roosevelt. I did. Didn't you lose a Band-Aid in the dough once? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So if anyone ate at Giordano's between the years of 1975 and 1982, you might want to get checked for hepatitis. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Hey, is diabetes... uh... (laughs) If diabetes is contagious, that's all I know. (laughs) Well, all that dope. Pat, I don't. I don't think diabetes is contagious, but I'm pretty sure you're going to have diabetes. <laughs> I, hey, speaking of which, Kepper on insulin shot. <laughs> yeah, I you know. With all that candy you were chowing down earlier, you might have diabetes. 
Yeah, probably. All good. <laughs> I don't. I don't need my. I don't need my other foot. That's all good. Hey, you'll get the best parking spots at the mall from the here now. <laughs> Damn right. I want the walk from a fucking mile out. Get the Adam Sandler Blackfoot. <laughs> That's racist, Joe. <laughs> I'll get me my Ron Sano golf cart. If only I could have heard Ron Santo in that final out against the Mets and how that ball was too far inside. Yeah. yeah. How about those Mets, eh? Meet the Mets. How about the Royals? The well, I don't care much about it. It's weird to see the Royals as world champs. Yeah, that's fucking... I don't believe that still. Yeah. It was like an, some kind of alternate universe where that happened. Eh. My rods and yeah. cards screwed up, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Can, my... can you what? Do my shout outs? Yes, you can. No. Did you do yours already? Yeah, McRib, I did. I finished McRib, with. McRib. Yeah, I finished with uh, Scott, the Scott Powers thing. We're going to okay. sorry to see him go. Go ahead. Uh, quick, very quickly, today was a productive day. Picked up two new hockey books uh, the new Jeremy Roenick one. And also the Battle of Alberta, the history of the Flames and Oilers. Ooh. Shortly, when I get home, I'll be tweeting out a picture to you, Gate, where you're probably just going to shoot your load all over your laptop. Ooh, it's going to be a Mike Vernon in action shot. Uh, maybe. And I'm going to do a new little segment at the end of each shoutcast. Shout out to anyone who reaches out to me and says that they listen or read because you guys are awesome. So the first three for the first time is uh, at shybdm. Or Brendan or Brandon, whatever, inside joke there, he'll it's get Brendan. it. Yeah. It's an inside joke, yes, assholes. Yes, I, I, get I hear you. Stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning because we can't sleep. Get it. So um, the last two shout-outs I have is at ShySox underscore history. Um, he's a loyal listener. And then the last one I have is at that hockey girl 7 Thank you for listening and reading. And other shout-outs are Deviant Hockey for all your goalie wear and the Four Feathers Clowns who have just given up on being productive hockey site. Like every other Blackhawks blog, pretty much? Yeah. Fuck yeah, more, more you know, eyeballs on us. So then, yeah. podcast, that means you will have to be clothed, Uncle Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, Pat, have you figured out how to use Periscope yet? Can you Periscope a... Uncle Roosevelt. <laughs> he should periscope. He should periscope him and Uncle Roosevelt doing the shoutcast while sitting on each other's laps. We have a I have a really quick story that I'll tell you. Is we're coming back from Cincinnati one time and we printed out the directions to Cincinnati, but not from Cincinnati to come back home. So we decided to try to read the directions backwards. We ended up. <laughs> we ended up in Kentucky. Oh my god. <laughs> We did I mean, that's, that's, that's not, not really hard to I, do. I could see you boys in Kentucky. Well, then we did everything what every other normal human being was, would do is we hit up a dollar store and then stopped to say we shit in Kentucky. And then we got married. What happens when you open your mouth? <laughs> yeah, see, why did you, you saved it all for the end. That's why you gotta get the listeners. They gotta listen to this fucking disaster. I actually about an hour ago. I'm not usually staying up as he drinks another beer. Usually we're running an hour later than we are. It's not even. It's quarter after eleven. That's why. 
Yeah, the one like two weeks ago, or was it two or was it the one with Zawaski where uh, I stopped by the next day to tell him, you know, drop off a 12 pack. Hey, thanks for letting me do it, you know, the shoutcast in the garage. And he goes, Well, what time did you leave? I go, I was honestly just going to sleep on the table and surprise you in the morning. <laughs> it was like one o'clock when I left. Yeah. Yeah. We get a little There's tied a lot up. Of people that go into these. Yeah. It may not sound like it, but there is. Yeah, no kidding. I think I spent way too much time on it. Yeah. (laughs) Grit. (laughs) Sandpaper. Are you done with... I hope Ryan Ryan Hartman really likes Rockford, because that's where he's headed. Someone's going to be headed there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done with my shout-outs, by the way. Yeah, we're done with your shout-cast, too. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Woo! Uh, Derek, you're up. Uh, free polka. That it? Yeah. All right. Bill, you got anything? I would like to thank the boys down at Four Hands and Right Brain Breweries for helping me get through this two-hour and 16-minute train wreck. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about Uncle Roosevelt? No, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. Get <laughs> off. Shout out to Devin Dubnik for keeping me from scoring in the Stanley Cup final. Ugh. And that's hard to do. For the Florida Panthers. Devin Dubnik. Oh, man. <clears throat> He's, All like, right. rated, like, super high in this game. It's fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> that, that That is wrong. You guys want an NHL 15 review one of these days? No. Nah. <laughs> I will say that I've con- I've uh, successfully converted from Xbox over to PlayStation 4. Finally. Maybe I'll play a PS4 now. <sighs> so if anyone out there has PS4, they want to add me, they can. Just you know, I ended me. up buying an Xbox because, specifically so that I could play NHL with you. And then you fucking went I thought you PS4. had Xbox already. No, I bought it like I bought it like March of last year. I yeah. bought it because like you, Jay Zawaski, Satchel, all had one. I was like, all right, I'll get the Xbox. I was leaning towards the PS4. I think Jay has a Jay has a PS4. Or not Jay? It's not Jay. But uh, Satchel and uh, there are a few other yeah, people. Yeah, there are a few other people. Yeah, that we played what? with. No, I just I, I had there's there's many reasons why I abandoned the Xbox, but <laughs> yeah, it's a long, tiring story. <clears throat> uh, can we wrap this up? We need to get to bed <laughs> together. No, <laughs> you're not getting the Seinfeld references tonight. You're off your game. <laughs> I, I really try not to listen to you, but here, here, this is for you, Pat. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> so that's for you. And on that note, thanks for ever thanks to everybody for listening, supporting us. Good night and don't be a meathead. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.